Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Ian. Hey, I'm your writer. Also joining us is David. Hey, I am Windrunner and not used to going so early in the order of things. I know, I know, Hello. I know. Yeah, these 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 uh, ha- these people have no idea what order I'm doing this. Uh, also, we got Grace. What's up? Hello, I am Gator Girl. Uh, and we also got Joshua. Hi, I'm Josh Wu, and I've got um, I don't have a show and tell because I'm not that cool, but I've got a question for people. Okay, Starspin sticker. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do with this thing. So if anybody has great ideas of what to do, you can comment on the YouTube video. <laughs> a lot of people put them on like computers and stuff, like laptop stickers. Yeah. But I know like I'm not a big fan of those unless yeah. they're specific sizes or shapes. Uh, so yeah, I don't know what to do with them either. So I will follow these comments. <laughs> I think we put them I'm gonna put it like somewhere that I'm not going to like... Like on a computer, like in like five years, the computer's going to be gone. I'm going to throw it away. And I don't want to like throw my Star Sprint sticker away. That's why I'm always terrified of you actually putting stickers yeah. on things. Oh, Put it right actually, in the cover of your book. Just right in the center. Yeah, you could put it in the book itself. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Actually, I just remembered when I was a kid, I had just a chest of drawers and I would put all of my stickers on the side of it. And I had this chest of drawers. For years and years and years, and put it on furniture, put it on the side of a bookcase. Yeah, put it in your car. You're not going to get rid of your car. I mean, eventually. <laughs> for a while. Yeah, for a while. For a while. I mean, what you could do is get like a picture frame with like a bunch of like themed pictures of things and stickers, and then make like a collage and put it up somewhere. Yeah. 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 I don't think we're going to use the leather bound Kickstarter stickers ever, but well, we we have them. We're set. I think those will make uh, great great additions to Secret CZ projects uh, mm, on top of maybe true. something else. Uh, true. Oh, lastly, joining us is Jesse. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> My darling Hello. wife. I'm, I'm Lady Lameness, and I see how it is, Eric, putting me last. Well, it, we're going in order of who was on Shardcast first. So it actually worked out. You mean I don't get brownie? We're saving the best for last. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You mean I don't get brownie points because I'm your wife? That's rude. (laughs) I'll bake you brownies. I'll bake you actual brownies. I'm gonna hold you to that. Okay. This week, what we are going to talk about is oh, first of all, rhythm of war spoilers. Big rhythm of war spoilers before we even get into it. But we are talking about Shalon's past. And so we learned some things in Rhythm of War, but, uh, well, this, this episode, uh, is going to be a lot of the Copper Mind staff, which is basically all of us. Uh, there, there's a few other Copper Mind staffers that are, that are not here, but basically we're going to argue about Shalon's past. What truth is a truth, uh, and all sorts of things. And, the main thing that we learned in Rhythm of War is that Shalon has two shard blades and she killed her first friend. What did you all think about the Testament reveal there? I liked the reveal when it happened and then thinking about it to any extent afterwards, <laughs> it fell apart for me. 
But I still like the actual reveal. I, I just don't want to think about it at all past what I read on the page. <laughs> I was someone who saw it and who read it and was kind of like, eh, I don't know if this was foreshadowed particularly well. I kind of, I'm tired of the Shallan's deaths gimmick. I'm excited for a new <laughs> ideal that's not about murdering somebody. But wasn't my it wasn't my least favorite thing in the world ever. And I, I think it makes Shallan's past a lot more complicated. Oh, and I, I had wondered if she'd had a if she'd had a second spread my four to myself like idly, just kind of thinking about the fact that it seemed a little weird. That pattern was like, oh yeah, I just hung around and I was mostly dead for ten years, but didn't die, but didn't live. So yeah. it didn't floor me, but mm-hmm. not not to go into it too much, but I am also not a fan of the foreshadowing of this reveal. I don't really remember what my reaction was okay <laughs> when i read it welcome to the show <laughs> which means that obviously it wasn't a huge impact for me it's true it's true um i i think i liked it fine it's like oh that's surprising and it yeah it's in the ret- in retrospect it's like does this actually make sense I don't know, but it's cool. So I am a little different from you guys. So when I was reading the Shades Bar sequence and we first meet Testament, like I knew something was up with Testament. And so I wasn't particularly surprised when the reveal that Shalon had killed Testament previously came. I was like, okay, yeah, like that that makes sense with what hap- what's like been stated earlier in the book. Hmm. I I mean, I haven't necessarily thought about the backstory of this as in much detail as the rest of them probably do. So well, I'm like, fine today. with it. So I, I, I think it's pretty cool. I, I remember the execution feeling a little funny the way that, like, I think most people figure it out pretty early in part four, if, if they haven't already. I think that a lot of people, it doesn't like hit at the very end. Because he mm-hmm. Patter introduces Testament to 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 Shalon and is like, hey, there's this other dead eye sprint that I need to introduce you to. And we're talking about your past. It's to me, it felt mm-hmm. pretty obvious. So it wasn't like a really like strong. Um, it wasn't a shocking thing, um, which I, maybe Brandon was going going for that. I don't know. Um, but I do think it's cool. I think it's fun the way that it re- reframes her past. Um, it makes rereads fun. Um, so I'm, <laughs> I'm always a fan of things that make rereads fun. I didn't pick up on it at all. Uh, like the the re- the reveal at the end, like was definitely a reveal to me because I I did not pick up on it. Like it makes sense in the context of Rhythm of War for me. It's mm. I, I also have some issues with the foreshadowing, and I know uh, Josh, you did pick up things in rereads that like do imply that like something like this could have been the case and we'll we'll talk about a lot of these things yeah but it does make me wonder if like this was always the plan brandon had you know and that's the part that gets me it's not like this didn't need to have occurred and so i just am wondering if this is one of like brandon's things where he had like a few options for what happened in Shalon's past, but wasn't like totally sure which route to go. Uh, I'm I'm just not sure. Uh, there, it's also interesting because there are just words of Brandon where Brandon's like, "Oh yeah, you know, pa- 
Pattern was like there, and there's a weird bond with Pattern in between uh the originally and to through Cabranth, and it's like it's pretty just like lying, <laughs> like that is right. That is a tricky part because he usually doesn't lie. He doesn't. But there just, are yeah. times where I yeah. where I look and I'm like, I don't know how he possibly could have even saying Rafa would have been kind yeah. of a giveaway so yeah right he yeah. was like i'm not trying to draw attention to this right now i'm not going to give an answer that's going to make people keep digging at Shalon's which path. is fine for me like i'm yeah. fine with that yeah. sort of thing uh yeah mm-hmm. i think that uh like it's very possible brandon had the the multiple options that he wasn't sure of yet and that one of the options was legitimately what he was saying with Patton. And Mm -hmm. that was either the one he initially wanted to go with or the easiest one to kind of talk about openly because it fit with the narrative that he he had given already without giving away the fact that there could have been other paths he wanted to take. Mm -hmm. It's just, it makes... It makes rereading Words of Radiance so weird. Uh, because. Uh, I don't think so. Well, okay. Maybe we just got to get into it. Because mm-hmm. there there are a few interesting things in Way of Kings, right? Like Way of Kings, there's the clue that's like, she has a secret 10 heartbeats away, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and... She talks with, you know, a spren in Way of Kings when she soul casts. And Joff, you found a thing where uh well in Words of Radiance, Shalon says that when I soul cast for the first time, a voice demanded a truth from me. I still don't know what that means. And Yasna has not been forthcoming. She doesn't seem to know what to make of my experience either. I do not think that voice belonged to Pattern, but I cannot say, as he seems to have forgotten much about himself. So, Sir, I, yeah. I have issues with this. Okay, with this card, because uh, I went back and reread the the Bitten Way of Kings and. It didn't come across as demanding a truth because whichever cryptic this was asked her a question and she responded in kind. But also there was multiple cryptics there and I don't think it could be Testament asking because Testament is a dead eyes and they can't talk. Mm-hmm. I like, I personally just think that this is, there's a bunch of cryptics in Cabranth. Shalan's really weird. Um, and, oh yeah, the other thing is that she doesn't see a dead cryptic when she, like, is having all of the cryptics around her. She sees a bunch of normal cryptics. Um, but yeah, I think this is just, there's a bunch of cryptics there. Shalad is super weird. They are attracted to that because they know that she has a lot of lies, even if she doesn't. And her, like, giving them a truth just kind of maybe strengthened whatever bond she already had with testament but at no time is truth capitalized i would like to point out so i i am very anti this being an actual truth and that like it is directly involved with testament 
I want to push back against the idea that because Testament is a dead eye, that inherently means that she wouldn't be able to talk. Because we've seen dead eyes talk with Maya, and Testament is even more weird in the sense that she is still bonded to the person who originally broke her oaths, which is something unique to her that we haven't seen any dead eyes do yet. So I, I, I don't think that her being a dead eye means that that voice couldn't be her. I'm not saying it is her, but I just think that that's not, we don't know enough about how dead eyes work to make that assumption. See, I would even disagree with that, mostly because (laughs) Meyer is pushed to talk and it takes a lot for her to get to that point in the trial. And even afterwards, she has a lot of trouble continuing to talk to Adeline. But we also have kind of seen that Testament doesn't talk in Rhythm of War. But I mean, even even in Oathbringer, like she wasn't pushed to talk then necessarily in the same way. But she didn't talk in Oathbringer. She told Adolin her name. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, she did, didn't she? Yeah. yeah. But she still mm-hmm. struggled to do it. <sighs> but I think that there's a lot here that sh- that Shalon being Testament's original Radiant can carry. And I know that Joff is more the timeline person, so I'm not sure <laughs> when exactly Testament got picked up by her spren, her Inkspren friend and like where yeah. she might have been in Shadesmar during Shalon's time in Carbronth. Uh, it was a year before, I think. Yeah. Okay, so all the, maybe um, she's, I still don't even get how the cryptics are observing them, so maybe she's deep below in the Sea of Beads, but I don't think it's out of the question that Shalon could have mentally been communicating with testament in some way even if she wasn't physically present there's definitely room for brandon to retrofit answers to these with like oh shalon is the original radiant uh of testament and so there is a lot of room there but it is weird um to urge binders do require their spread to be close relatively close to them in order to surge bind, right? It's I would the bondsmiths say, yeah. are weird because they're bondsmiths, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Generally speaking, yeah. And so, testament had to be close, even if we don't, we're not seeing her. She had to be close if testament's bond is what's allowing Shalon to soul cast in way of kings. Mm-hmm. That's true. I think she could very easily be at the bottom of the glass sea, though. We know that's what yeah. cryptics do. They, they, they walk, or dead eyes do. They walk along the bottom of the oceans. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's actually a mention of like a something grabbing her leg or something in <laughs> Ooh. one of these times she's in Shadesmar in Wave Kings. That would I, be not, so cool. I don't huh. remember off the top of my head if it's the first or the second. Um, there huh. totally is, though. I want to say That'd it's the nuts. second when Yasna like pulls like right before Yasna pulls her out. I think there's a there it is. Yeah, um, Shalon fell, dropping into the sea of the dark uh, glass bees. She struggled trying to stay on the surface. She managed it for a moment. Then something tugged on her leg, pulling her down. She screamed, slipping beneath the surface. Tiny bees fill her mouth. She panics, and then that's when Yasna shows up and yanks her out. I, I so do kind of kinda like the idea if that was testament yeah. though like that would be yeah. pretty yeah. tight I'm also, yeah because that is a weird thing in rhythm of war because testament is like not near shalom you know in in rhythm of war and you would think because don't we have things that dead eyes go to the person they're bonded to generally 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They try their best. They try their best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As close as they can. So it's just interesting that the other that the ink spren has like had testament for like a year and like maybe mm-hmm. prevented testament from just like wandering to whoever uh was bonded yeah. to i yeah, guess that, that, i think that's the case like eco's no. father like yeah you know, they kind of kept they kept him in one place so he wouldn't be able to follow his radiant and they just kept him with them so i think the mm-hmm. ink spren says she moved out west because it's where testament seemed to want to go but yeah. then I assume she didn't just let her walk in the ocean. Presumably, she's trying to get, she's trying to, get to Erythiru from, yeah. from being out. Shalon's so teleporting around all the time. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I don't know true. how that works with a, with a dead eye spread how they follow or whatever. But. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. And I also want to comment on one more thing, Grace, that you said about truth not being capitalized. In Way of Kings, that's just not capitalized. No. I don't, I just, yeah. It's oh, true. Yeah. So this is a, a thing that fans do a lot to capitalize the T, but it's in the books. It's actually never capitalized. Yeah. Uh, her Lightweaver truths are not capitalized. Yeah. Uh, capital T. Um, I wouldn't put too much stock in the way of Kings brand and capitalizing things correctly. <laughs> that's that's true. That is that. true. <laughs> and I do think the other thing that I, it's worth keeping in mind here is I think there's a little bit of like early installment weirdness around Shadesmar and how it kind of is in the way of Kings. Like there definitely is a few things where I feel like Brandon hadn't quite decided how it was going to be. And so I, I do wonder if sometimes we're like, this isn't quite fit. And we're like, oh, it's because Brandon hadn't really firmly laid down the rules yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, kn- he knows the broad strokes, but not like maybe little details necessarily. So maybe we should go way back to the beginning way back in the ch- in Shalon's childhood uh, where do we even begin? Where do we even to her? oh gosh <laughs> <laughs> so she bonds a cryptic named testament yes well so even before that to bond this oh before yeah. this Okay. Well, so like there, I think that there's like it suggests like she there's the mention that she bonded testament like they're kind of like teaming up together to like deal with her family issues, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like there's trouble. There's some kind of negative things going on in her in her childhood before mm-hmm. she bonds the, the the cryptic in the first place, which might be connected there is a word of brandon saying it's like oh yeah there's some unmade influence going on there right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there's tiebreakers in and out somewhere yeah so there's a lot of room for a lot of different things uh going mm-hmm. on there okay so there's some negative influence bonds testament uh from there we really have no idea how many truths Shalon swore. Uh, presumably mm-hmm. she said the first ideal, you know, mm-hmm. then. Enough for a blade. Yeah, yeah for enough blade. for a blade, which uh, I don't know if we... <laughs> it's so funny. You, you guys listening don't know, but we've tried to keep the Lightweaver Coppermine page to be to be the most accurate as possible because we don't actually know what truth... Light weavers get points. Yeah. Like we just don't we don't even know which truths are truths. And especially with Shalon's weirdness. Uh, 
I know personally, like what I've always thought is that they all kind of get blades around that third ideal, just in terms of like a meta story, uh, like powering up thing. Yeah. Like we know that they get played at the fourth ideal. So if they get blades at the second, then what do they get at the third to create that next step up before you get to played? Or if you get played at the third, then you've got two more ideals to go. How do you get stronger at those <laughs> ideals? So I think just yeah. as a meta story thing, to me, it makes sense that they're all similar to the Windrunners and like get them at the third ideal. But I believe we have a word of Brandon saying not all orders get oh. their blades at the same time. Yeah, but then there's also Which, one okay. that Shalom's like one level. could just be referring to the Bondsmiths. Yes, and yeah. still we have yeah. proof otherwise. I'm just going to assume that means Bondsmiths and all the other orders get it at third ideal. And, yeah. And, and, there's also the word of Brandon with like, oh, at the end of Words of Radiance, Shallan's one level higher than Kaladin. It's like, oh, what does that even mean? I, I don't know uh, if we need to put much just, stock into those necessarily. I kind of want to negate that one, just like we are the other ones that Brandon talks about yeah, in her past. Pattern, because yeah. with Testament, like we just know so little about where she's at with ideals. And it's like, does that mean combined that she's higher than Kaladin? Is it that she's higher with just Patton? Is she higher with Testament? What's going on here? So I I think in my mind, I'm just like striking that from the record until we actually get more information. <laughs> that, might, that might be best. I, I don't think we need to be picking apart every word of Brandon that Brandon said in like 2014, 2015 about this weirdness, like, right? About Shalon in particular, it's like, uh, I don't know if it's even worth it. Yeah. There there was a thing after Oathbringer, right? Where in the Battle of Thalen Field, mm -hmm. there was this illusion that Shalon maybe had plate? Maybe? It was, mm -hmm. it was, so at the beginning of the battle, like, Shalon creates these illusions and there are three versions of her. There's... Shalon, there's Vale, and there was Radiant who was wearing plates. And then at the end of the battle, when Yasna comes up to her, she touches them and she realizes that Radiant is the real one. So people, including myself, I was like a big proponent of that, took that to mean like, oh, Shalon had plates, might have had plate during the battle and just like didn't realize it or something. There, there is another scene where someone, Yasna goes, like you're not a full radiant Shalon when Shalon's being really kind of a little arrogant. Like, you, where's your plate if you're a full radiant? And Shalon does her brain freeze thing. And goes, I, I don't know where plate comes from. Mm. Yeah, that happens. And then there's also ah. it also happens with Adolin, doesn't it? Like I think in the in the mm -hmm. um, in part one of Oathbringer when she's doing her like um, practice with Adolin with the shard blade, and he says he makes some comment about like we just need to get you a suit of plate now. And it, there's like a it cuts to her and she's it says that she's like sweating or something and then she like changes the subject of the conversation immediately interesting so, so. That, that's plausible to me that she had plate with testament but how i don't know if we need to get into the mechanics of shard plate especially like when you break your oaths because let's just say shard plate in way of kings is uh not very mobile like you 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 need like armorers to put it on you. It's kind of a pain. Like maybe 
you can just brush it off as like, oh, Shalon is test of its original bond. But like, why would you be able to resummon the spren that make up plate? Right. I, it's very I, weird. I also don't love the idea of her having plate because that means Shalon had both plate and blade before Kaladin, but wasn't allowed to show it because <laughs> Kaladin is the one that needs to <laughs> yeah, yeah, be the first one to do that. Yeah, which, on like, screen. Yeah, that, that frustrates One me. time it's like, okay. Twice it's like, really? But like looking at those clues, oh, <laughs> it is plausible. It yeah. is plausible. It just feels very convenient if she does have these things, but she never really uses them or summons them before it's needed for a plot reason that is after Kaladin's done it. And like <laughs> it can be yeah. attributed to, well, she has uh, all this trauma in her past and she's suppressing things. But that seems a little bit of a cop out to me so that Kaladin can take the front seat in having these things. So I very much agree with that, Ian. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know about the mechanics. But like, it's at least plausible, uh, just listing those things out that maybe she had it. I don't know how she would summon it and suppress yeah. all of that. I mean, uh, I mean that that theory was from the days when we thought like, oh, she's that fourth ideal with pattern, and ah, she's right. just with, like oh, not using it, yeah, like yeah. with because she's not in combat super often or whatever, like yeah. I do almost wonder if Brandon just messed up in saying that Wob and actually meant to say that she was one level lower than Kaladin and just accidentally switched them around. Maybe. But I could also see that Shallan was very close to Plate mm. and like might have subconsciously figured out some things, but because of her whole situation, like she couldn't confront that because it's too close to other things, which might account for the weirdness. I don't know. It, maybe she just like already killed a set of plate and then the spring who make the plate up were like, no, nah, we're not going to touch her. Like, mm -hmm. you, can, you can be a radiant without plate. We, we don't want you to kill us. <laughs> we're probably getting ahead of her, attracts so. a lot of creation spread yeah there's yeah. a few creation spread moments in rhythm of four like i think she's got some in her bag at one point and she's like what are you doing in there but and like even the first two books she just attracts them so often and i do like the theory that creation spread are the lesser spread for light weavers yeah. to create the plate like i do really like that yeah idea. it has it has to be i think it has to be <sighs> the thing is though like given oathbringer what is she suppressing the memory of it? Like the secret is testament. That's the memories that she's hiding, right? So like it mm -hmm. is plausible to me that like, oh, talking about plate is too close to testament because maybe she had it. But also if she had plate uh a knife that her mom's gonna attack her with is really not gonna be very effective here all things considered but yeah. she's also young i don't know i do wonder if she said a truth at the like in the scene where her mother's attacking her or mm. if she said it beforehand it already had testament as a blade but i guess the 
the the memory that she gets back at Rhythm of War of her being in the garden and having uh, a breakdown towards Testament kind of makes me think that she didn't realize she could even do this. And like, it really was kind of an instinctual accident of killing her mother. And that's part of why it hit her so hard. Not that it would be any easier if uh, she did it deliberately, but if you're just being attacked and then suddenly you've killed your mom, like that, that's a lot to take in. Yeah, I'd say that she killed her mom, and then the scene in the garden we're seeing is after that. I think. Th- oh I yeah, think no, that makes no, sense. sorry. I I think I might have confused you. I know that's after that. Right, right, right. What I'm thinking is the reason that she's having so much of a breakdown in that scene is because she didn't know she could summon Testament as a blade sure. until she self-consciously tried to protect herself and then accidentally killed her mother. Totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. That, yeah. that all makes sense to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which makes me wonder what the truth was that she swore in that moment. You're not a very good mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, what if it was along the lines of uh, she like vaguely knew that something was going on with her mother but didn't want to admit it and in the moment like made the truth of my mother is dangerous. Mm. That would be good. Or like yeah. she'll possible. stand up for herself or something. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be more internal generally though. Like she tries to yeah. I remember she tries to give a truth about Yasno yeah. and she's like, Yasno's using a mm. fake cast and they're like not personal enough. Yeah. Well yeah. maybe along the lines then of like I am in danger from my mother. Mm. It feels like it's gotta tie in with the yeah. scene of like what's happening. Yeah. Or yeah, I was just thinking yeah. something like I can't trust my family or like I can't trust yeah. my parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, f- I don't know if the truth had to be sworn right then. Like it she could have had the potential. I don't think when you swear the I ideal where you get your blade, I don't think that automatically summons your friend as a blade in that moment. Well, that, I just like the idea of her doing it during it's like very that cinematic would be cool. scene. Yeah. Like, it is very cinematic. Because it's like, oh, I need to protect myself. I know protect's kind of a loaded word uh, there. <laughs> but like mm-hmm. that she's in danger and then she like instinctually summons it because she does need it right now. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, like that is plausible to me and is also plausible why young Shalon would hate Testament because of it. Like that, that all makes mm-hmm. sense to me. Then it's almost Testament's fault that her mother's dead. Because I would also assume that if she swore the truth beforehand, Testament would have told her to some extent that, like, maybe you can do this thing. You can dull the blade, right? Because that that is things that they can do automatically with living blades. She could have been windowed. You can summon her differently. Yeah. Dropping hints uh, left, right, and center. Shalon intended to defend herself, not, uh, you know, burn her mom's eyes out, right? Yeah. You know how in, like, Oathbringer we get those, like, little bite-sized Kaladin flashbacks? I hope we get at least one or two of those of of Shalon. We have to, right? Before yeah. she killed her mom, or yeah. there's there's um, more yeah. with Shalon than Kaladin. We don't need more Kaladin flashbacks. We really need Shalon flashbacks. We don't want to hear about Kaladin's time with Kara Kara Totem or whatever his name was. 
What? He's got oh, exactly. he's like, like a lighter right eyes. Like, this oh. I hate Karat. I doubt him, but no, like, there's never really any. It's just like a minor character from Kaladin's past that we know nothing about. Like, I mean, I wouldn't be against like more Tara scenes. Yeah, uh, that's and true. Learning more about that's her, true. but I also want Tara to turn up at Aerithero. <laughs> Love like, future Tara scenes. Yeah. Woo. Like, I I think maybe the part that I'm the most annoyed with with the Testament reveal is how in that Testament chapter where Brandon's like going through, it's like, even though she has her memories back, there's still some weirdness going on here. It's not phrased exactly like that, but that's how it comes across. And no, it's phrased about like that. It's phrased about like that. She's got her memories back, but there's like there's still some issues there that she's noticing. We need answers on screen. I interpreted that as like, which might not be any better for you, but like with the with the Sion box, like I have all of my memories back, but now that I have them, there are things that don't necessarily make sense with what I know about my family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think that's just a magical thing. I I think it's I think it's she's got all the memories she's ever known. And there's just information that she as a child Mm -hmm. was not aware of that she now needs to put the pieces together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I always wonder, because we get the scene, the the epilogue with Hoyd, where uh, Taravangian just starts stealing memories, and <sighs> they're almost gone. I read it as, as, like, they're almost gone in a way that, like, you don't even know there's holes there, because the holes no longer exist. It's like when you're video editing, and, like, you take something out, and then you push them together, just like that. <laughs> uh, which makes me wonder if that's happening to Shalon, but yeah, I definitely think it's something magical that's going on instead of something like the suppression that she did with Fail. Yeah. Oh. So I, hmm. I'm more with um, David, where it's like, she remembers everything that happened, it's just she never had the full picture, but now like she's aware enough to see like see that like there's there was more going on in that moment that as a child, I didn't know enough or wasn't cognizant enough to understand what was that there was more going on. Yeah, or the, just the like the, regular okay. memory loss. Like I don't remember everything that happened to me when I was 12, even though some significant yeah. things probably happened around me that I didn't pick up on at the time. And, mm-hmm. and like, if you're a kid, like in that quote, uh, in chapter 115 of Rhythm of War, she's like, for example, she was certain that during the years between killing Testament and finding pattern, her powers had still functioned in some small ways. So you can remember all the events, but not understand the mechanics on how your powers worked there. That's mm-hmm. true. I do wish we had some Shalon flashbacks to just, like, just a little bit Clear more. all this up. That would be. It's coming out in book five. It is. It has like, to. Know it, it has is. to. Brandon is saying we, with that paragraph, like, okay, that's not going to be in this book, but we will get to that later, and we better. I almost feel like, and I, I don't know how well this would have worked in practice, but thinking back on it, I almost feel like the Vinley Eshenai would have worked in Rhythm of War when we get the like listener culture and Shalon's flashbacks would have worked here where we get like the testament stuff. Hmm. Mm, oh, yeah. interesting. Like you just switch them. Yeah, I don't That's know how well that would have worked with like I, I think you could have still done the like I killed my mother without the flashback. That's, mm-hmm. I don't wow, know. That's actually a really interesting idea. Yeah. 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 Alternate Stormlight right there. Because then you could literally like have Eshenai's death scene on screen, potentially, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It, it, the only thing weird with that is 
like if you go from way of kings to words of radiance you're like you literally know like nothing about the person (laughs) whereas like here we've been eased into it a lot more yeah but i almost want a shalon novella that just like lays out her past (laughs) so it's all uh so much more obvious what's happening but by God, that would be a traumatic book to read. Stormlight zero point five. That's the novella we really need. Not between Way of no. Kings, Words of Radiance. We want that one. This is just a prequel. Just prequel. It's just like a series of unfortunate events, but starring Shalon and her brothers. It's just called Shalon Kills Everyone. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. There, there is the thing with the Sion box. Uh, so the thing with the Sion box, if you don't remember from Rhythm of War, is that she looks at the Sion box and like recognizes it. She, like, she doesn't just recognize it. She she sees it and she has kind of this weird like epiphany where she's like, wait a second, I've seen one of these before. And she imagines her father's gardens. So she, there's like a mm-hmm. setting that she saw it in. Right. And um, and she she it the one that she's remembering looked different. Um, I'm getting them mixed up, but one of them was smooth and one of them had like dimples in it. So like, it's not like, oh, I've seen this before and I'm just like, like I've, I've seen the same Sion box before and my memories are just weird. It's like, I have I saw one of these in my childhood, a different one mm-hmm. in the past. Which does but. sort of maybe make sense because she got this one from Ray's, who was part of the Ghostbloods, and her father had connections to the Ghostbloods. And I think the question is, was the one in the past her father's or her mother's? Yeah, because her mother was up to something. But I don't think her, I think her mother was more involved with the Skybreakers. Yeah, but I would believe the Skybreakers could have these things, potentially. You had Nightblood, you know. It seems less likely to me, but it's possible. Yeah. I did get the impression that her father got more involved with the ghost bloods after her mother's death because that's when yeah. he gets the soul caster. So that's like he might thing. have still been involved beforehand, but the, I guess Do we know we don't really know when Shalon saw the Sion box in her past. So it didn't need to be yeah. in this early childhood phase. It could have been later. There's a lot yeah. of vagueness. That's that's the moral of this. There's a lot of vagueness. That's the TLDR here. Wasn't wasn't she using the Theon box in her memories? Was she? It's it's not clear. She for some reason I thought she was. She might have um, described hearing it. Uh, it's possible she heard it talking. I don't know that she necessarily was using it though. Yeah, but I guess if it was talking, it's she probably was, but. Uh, while we're on the topic of the Sion box, I love that uh, Shalon just steals a Sion from Raze of the Ghostbloods and great. sets it free and now just has a Sion? She like, she's I can't wait to see where this goes. We got, we got Pattern, bots. we got Testament, we have uh, Ayla. Ayla. She's yeah. going to get a third Sion shard blade and she's going to be out of hand. <laughs> well, I don't think she's Sion? technically bonded to Ayla yet. Yes, I guess I hope something like that happens or at least someone in their group, because if book five opens and friends like and the Sion had gone on its way, God bless the little spren, you know, like, oh, I will hate that. Oh, I really hope no. that, be, that the Sion is like now a character. Like, yeah. I think that um, Aller is going to continue on in book five, but at the same time, Shalon's not going to delve too much into like 
what a Sion is or anything. Yeah. Because I think Brandon said he wants to keep at least the first half, like not like you don't have to read Elantris to understand what's happening in mm. like Rhythm of War, whatever the fifth book's called. Yeah, it's just I think spring okay. bond, right? So mm-hmm. Shalon has three spring bonds. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> all that Rosharans would call it. It's a spren bond. Everything's a spren. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. the main reason that the or at least one of the big reasons the Sion was introduced is so that Shalon and Adolin can be immediately involved in the plot when we get into book five, and they've got a connection to Hoyd, and they can. That's you know, true. We'll, yeah, all the that's characters would be working in coordination very quickly, which we ordinarily wouldn't be able to do if they were in Shade's mind. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because Hoyt just also has a Sion. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. Would appear so. Pattern. I'm not about. surprised, but yeah. when did this happen? How's okay, he carrying I, Where did this Sion come from? I found the quote that made me think she had used it. Okay. Um, all right. Great. Lights shimmered in this in the strange cube, seeping through at the corners as Marie spoke. Veils watched and suddenly felt disjointed, trapped between two moments. This experience, she'd done this before. She'd been here, kneeling on the ground, holding a cube that glowed from the corners, exactly like this. Well, okay, Mm. that's very explicit. All right, then. Uh, Which is, I I can't imagine Shalon's father, like, getting her involved in using whatever he was doing that would require using a Sion box. Mm. Like, her father is like she was using it. Yeah. yeah, her father is very protective and like I can't imagine him like just like trusting her with that. Like No. So maybe she like stole it. Like she like stole it thinking that she could like talk to the other voice on the other side and say, like, leave my dad alone. Stop getting in the way of our family. You know what I'm trying to say? Like maybe she like naively as a child thought like she could like talk to it and Mm. Or she just found it in the way that like kids come across things and then it's like, oh, this is interesting and cool. And then used it. Uh, yeah. It, I could almost see it plausible that she found it when her mother was still alive. If we think like it could be like a Skybreaker related one and kind of accidentally talking to it and not really understanding what it was. Or anything mm-hmm. and yeah like that that's plenty possible too i i think there's a somewhat relevant line that i had been thinking of earlier but i'd gotten it kind of confused in my head that we could read about shallan's parents okay that i think is interesting or at least a little bit interesting it could be like nothing or it could be like oh maybe there's something more here uh joff already had it let's see is it the middle fest uh, one it no it's the one from the end of Rhythm of War, when she's like realizing that uh, she's bonded a Spren in the past. It's the one right. I can I can read it here in a second. It's yeah. from chapter 93. OK. Uh, all right. Let's see. Memories flooded her playing in the gardens of the child, meeting a cryptic, a beautiful spiraling Spren that dimpled the stone. Wonderful time spent hidden among the foliage in their special place. The cryptic encouraged her to become strong enough to help her family to stand against the darkness spreading through it. Such a blessed uh time full of hope and joy. Truth spoken easily with the solemnity and wonder of a child. That companion had been a true friend to an isolated child, a girl who suffered parents who constantly fought over her future. So that's maybe maybe regular Mm. parents. We don't know what we want for our daughter fighting. Maybe parents who are like, this is dangerous. The the reference to darkness, though, makes me think that it's more than just regular parents fighting over a child's future. Yeah. 
So you also have the the unmade to factor in. Yeah, right, right, mm-hmm. all right. <laughs> Which just to be clear, because maybe some people are like listening and they're wondering what what that's about. So people have asked Brandon before if um, they've specifically asked about Balat uh, tearing apart Kremlings, if there's something affecting him. And Brandon said that um, has said that there's an unmade, or I, I don't know if he said it explicitly, but well, at least th- imply that there's an unmade affecting the whole family. Uh, there's, the, there's two separate ones. Yeah, uh, one of them is like, was Shalon's family during her childhood being influenced by an unmade? And Brandon's like, um, yes. And Brandon says there is some external influence there. Mm-hmm. There's there's a good Hoyd line too, where it's at the Middlefest Fair, where he's talking to Shalon and he tells her like, the darkness you fight against isn't completely natural, right? More or less. So okay, so I think we're ready to move on to kind of like the part of Shalon's life where we actually have chapters of information instead of just little, <laughs> I mean, little big hits. That would be nice. Um, mm-hmm. I, but I just wanted to, I guess, summarize all the, the pieces that we have. So, right. So there's, there's her mom and dad who are, we're fighting over her future. Um, then there's some kind of strife going on in their family, right? Her mom is associated with the skybreakers. Her dad is maybe associated with the ghost buds. Maybe not till later. Yeah. We don't really know. Right. Yep. He also maybe has some anger issues. Um, uh, well, definitely has that, but I assume yeah, that yeah. that would still be true. It, it doesn't really develop until later, I think, but I, I presumably mm-hmm. he's, that's like his personality and he's was having those issues before. Yeah. And then there's, mm-hmm. then there's the issue of the, uh, there's an unmade that's affecting their family in some way, maybe affecting Lynn um, and the rest of the family. So, these are all kind of the 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 baggage that's there when she bonds testament she speaks some number of truths that we don't know <laughs> yep at least a blade she kills at her mother with a shard blade um and then goes off and and kills testament to some in some way um and then so testament is dead and that's kind of where we're at right mm-hmm. yep. all? yeah those are all the pieces uh, i guess i guess I, I did have one other thing that i think is kind of fun that um when we meet testament i think the first time um there's a mention that she went off um looking for a radiant to bond with a group of other cryptics and so Mm -hmm. i kind of like this idea that pattern and like some others were there with testament in that kind of group that went to go bond shallan and so it's Mm -hmm. i like this idea that pattern and probably some others were like still around while shallan was growing up like they didn't just like Mm -hmm. go there and and leave they were probably following her yeah i would totally believe that uh i can imagine that might even be the same group of cryptics in way of kings right like yeah. that that's mm-hmm. very plausible yeah. right yeah and i think that's why patterns lies about shallan's past are incredibly transparent because he was there for some of this he just yeah. wasn't the friend she happened to be bonded with yeah, yeah that has to be yeah. the case right Oh, I think it would make sense for the cryptics to stay around anyways, because like Testament is now a dead eye following Shalon. I feel mm-hmm. like the cryptics would probably want to make sure Testament is okay. That begs the question of why did they stop traveling with uh, Testament? Because when right. the friend found Testament, True. she was alone. Hmm. True. I think that goes into the question of why are the cryptics at Kerbronth as well? Mm-hmm. Because it's never made clear if they're there because of Shalon, because of Taravagian, because of Molek, because of something else. Mm-hmm. Um, A lot of options. <laughs> yeah. I, I think in my head, I've always kind of considered it as Pattern keeps talking about how if he dies, a friend will come to replace him. 
And so I do think that pattern is the second link in that chain. And the first was if Testament dies, someone will come to replace pattern huh. in our Testament. And I, I don't know why they waited so long or what kind of they were trying to, if they were like curious about what was going on with Testament and they didn't want to mess with it by bonding someone else mm-hmm. for those 10 years or whatever ended up happening. But I, if that is the case, I'm curious why they were so intent on Shalon and not yeah. going like, oh, maybe we try different people and see if one of these is successful as opposed to trying someone who's killed at least one sprint is i was gonna say like the the sprint that we're following i kind of wonder if maybe they bonded the other truth watchers in the unseen court um oh or, like or they were the traveling with salon yeah. and then yeah. yeah well that that's actually really plausible that mm-hmm. maybe other radiant sprint are following like these initial radiants and that's how you know the squires become radiance, right? Like, so yeah. that, that kind of makes sense, I think. But then, but then what you said, David, that's also really interesting to me. Like, like they bonded, like of all the people in the world, they went after this, like, I don't know, she's like nine, I think maybe, or mm-hmm. I think she kills her mom when she's 11. Mm-hmm. Um, so some, presumably sometime before that, like, so she's like super young, like it's really bizarre that they went after her of all people in the first place and wanted and enough to replace her. That, and then two that they kept trying like they didn't just say well that was a failed experiment let's go find someone else <laughs> who's really not wanted kill us. yeah um yeah that's really interesting yeah mm-hmm. and that's always kind of gone back to my interest of whether there was initial contact between shallan's maybe one or more of shallan's parents and these cryptics if she was being encouraged to explore this bond or if she was just a child who happened to find a friend like tien did oh like one of the questions that i've always wanted to know from brandon is like whether Shalom was the first person in her family to be of interest to cryptics. One thing I'm wondering, like, this might just be cryptics are really weird. Like, they're, they look the least humanoid because they have weird shapes for heads. And they're like the mathematical equations, mathematical truths of reality given form basically that maybe it's cryptic cryptics don't care the way it honors friend would like Mm. it honors group of honors friend in that situation would 100 percent just go to the next person it's like you just murdered that person like we're not gonna bond yeah right 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 cryptics are like oh like this person has successfully bonded a cryptic that one's dead well like they they are the right kind of person. Look at how many successful bonds. So Look at how like, many memories like, she's suppressing. We yeah. gotta know. We gotta know about them. We need her. We need her help. And knowing that their skull is, uh, like, even with everything that happens with Testament, like they probably are really interested to see what happens with Shalan and Testament even after she's broken that bond. Yeah, that's true. Because they even really a wouldn't know. Experiment gives you data quick theory i guess um i wonder if maybe shallan was like resistant to the unmade that was affecting her family and they like uh either because of because of lies or or just something about i don't know just the strength of her soul or whatever that she's able to resist the influence of the unmade i wonder if they wanted her for that reason yeah that's true Th- that that might actually give away like if we're exploring a lot more unmade in book five, which I think we have to, right? Like with Shinovar and Badamishram, right? That there's room in Shalon's conflict with Unmade to like recall 
unmatey things that she's like, oh, I remember this thing in my childhood that must be this now, right? Like, that's actually a nice way to weave it in, perhaps. Obviously, the answer is Shalon was a singer all along. Oh my <laughs> I don't like that theory at all. Neither nope. do I. Nope. Nope. I'm I, out. I just, but it I is a very popular it. one. Yeah. I I just love this image of like after Shalon kills Testament, she starts first re- repressing her memories, and all the cryptics are like, "We like you even more now." And the other friend are like, "No, <laughs> she killed his friend. This is a terrible idea." It's cryptics like, like, like the lies. lies. There's yep. so, so many lies now. <laughs> Very plausible, to be honest. Before we move on to Middlefest, uh, I actually had another thought when Joff was giving the recap uh, yeah. about, again, that scene where Shalon kills her mum, but then her dad's interaction with the uh, Shardblade. And is this part of the reason that he really doesn't like when uh, Hilarion pulls one in the future and like does he just think that Shalon's got this shard blade the entire time during her childhood? I think so. I think so. Because I think when Helleron summons the blade, there's a moment where he looks up towards the study and then he's like, Of mm. course not. Like mm-hmm. yeah. if I recall correctly. There's at least one moment where he considers where he thinks of that blade, I think. Yeah. But because he would know that it disappeared from the safe. Yeah, oh, I assume yeah. he checked on it at some point and was like, Oh. Yeah, that didn't work. Yeah, and <laughs> Clearly, Lynn was always scared of Shalon. It's like, I will treat you very well. Very yeah. well. He won't punish her. He punishes other people in front of her. Yeah, he's, right. You know. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Knows she'll defend herself. Yeah. Didn't really work for him in the end. Nope, nope. It really didn't. <laughs> uh, so, okay. Now, chapters, actual things, scenes with Shalon on screen, with actual things, middle fest. She meets Hoyd, and uh, that is very interesting. And she's still doing the work to push past the darkness on her family. Like, she's still actually doing the same thing that she was with Testament, but without a friend now. What does without a friend mean? (laughs) Without a a companion. Because what does Hoyd say? Uh, Like, Hoyd asks if she'd seen a friend, right? Like, so mm-hmm. Hoyd picks up that something's weird with Shallan yeah. in particular, right? Yeah, he definitely seems to know somehow that she has uh, some sort of power. It does make me think because um, I think it's confirmed that he uses Allomancy yeah. in that scene and whether Shallan is giving off some sort of bronze pulses. Yeah, I, I know he's using emotional Allomancy in that scene. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's been confirmed if he's using bronze. Yeah, I don't think it hasn't been confirmed that he's using mm-hmm. bronze. Um, that's just my theory of maybe this is why he can tell that Shallan has some sort of uh, connection power still. But even then, he seems to be able to pick up that she's a light weaver as well with yeah. the way that he interacts with her. Mm. So if I remember correctly, like he reacts to her like, immediately like he like he skips a beat when like he sees her yeah but he doesn't drink the medals until slightly after ah true Mm -hmm. true because she sees him slip it into his drink yeah yeah i think another possible answer that would work pretty easily is we know hoyd has breath we know vasher senses spren with his Mm -hmm. life sense if hoyd if hoyd oh that's true also might not be visual but 
if Hoyt uses his life sense and he's like, oh man, she's towing around a dead eye with her. What's going on? Yeah. Here? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, there, there's lots of different ways Hoyt has to detect things. <laughs> Maybe his sand went off. <laughs> what is Hoyt doing Maybe. bringing a message from Helleran? Yeah. He said he's coming. He was already heading out that way. He was already walking this direction and he offered to bring a message for Helleran. I think he was being drawn to meet Shallan, actually. This, this definitely feels like one of Hoyd's. I'm using fortune in some sense, and he didn't know where he needed to be, but this is where he needed to be type thing that it's like. But it's just interesting that he both ran into Helleran and like had enough of a conversation with him to bring a message back at the same time. Well, mm-hmm. Hoyt's he probably in contact with the Skybreakers. Like, N- Nail would know who Hoyt is. What, like probably not allies, but enough that like they know are aware of each other. It does make me wonder if Hoyd was first drawn to Helleran, though. Yeah, I, I, I've always gotten the vibe that this was an accidental meeting, but an important one. Hoyd is very soft. I, I don't know if that's the right word with Shalon. Like, yeah, he like he's very protective and like nurturing almost more than he is with anybody else yeah totally everybody else he definitely has that hard like trickstery like oh what am i doing persona with shallan it's very tender and he like he definitely seemed to be like he's definitely actively trying to help her Mm-hmm. which makes sense they're both light weavers like yeah they they have an affinity mm-hmm. in that way oh i was gonna say i just got the line about that makes me think that hoyt is out here because of his fortune sense thing uh i'm sorry young one the man said his expression softening he gave me only that brief message for your father and only because i mentioned i would be traveling this direction oh i assumed he'd sent you here i mean that coming to us was your primary purpose turns out it turns out that it was Tell me, young one, do Spren speak to you? It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like that, that's that got to be some fortune stuff, mm-hmm. not necessarily Farakemi, but some fortune thing that he does. Mm-hmm. You don't really know the details. It's also very interesting, and maybe it's just that, like, if Hoy's in contact with the Skybreakers and know that they do still have people with Spren, that this early on, Hoyt is already asking about rebonding Radiant Spren and those Spren coming to the physical to bond people. Because it, it, I don't think it's a, like, I could, actually, I guess it must be made clear now that I, I think Shalon is the first person to bond to Spren now that we know about Testament. Yes. Yeah. She's before you. Okay. Not by so a lot, this, I think. But. Yeah. If this is the first at least like as readers known bond between a spren and a, a human then how did hoyd know that this was starting to happen like it feels like he's in contact with spren at the same time mm. and maybe he's been through shades more recently and like seen some of the spren politics and knows that this is starting to happen again i think hoyd again probably has a lot of ways to predict that something like this is going to happen again. It doesn't surprise me that he would know. Brennan has said, like, he was using Alamancy to make people feel a certain way. Like, that was his intent. Probably to comfort consuming the metals. 
Yeah, I believe I would believe that Hoyd would want to encourage the Radiance to exist, mm-hmm. not purely for his selfish reason that he would really like a Spren. I'm sure that is a factor because he really would. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like there's a lot of reasons to why he's hanging around hmm, Radiant stuff happening. And if he can recognize Shalon uh, with a Deadeye, I would imagine he could sense that Dalinar has some connection with the Stormfather. Maybe that's why he returns to the Shattered Plains. So there's some interesting mechanics in the Middlefest chapter in that Hoyd recognizes the thing, but how much Shallan's powers were active is weird. and, And he does seem to notice that, oh, he, Shallan is a light weaver, right? He has to describe a certain place or a certain time. It's like a happy memory, isn't it? A like happy she's memory. memory. Yeah. Um, and then so she starts to describe it. And when she finally get, gets into the flow of it and gives him an honest answer, he has he, he pulls out some some spheres of stormlight that, that are infused and holds them up. And you see that she's interacting with that stormlight in some way. It, to me, I don't know. Maybe you guys have an opinion. To me, it's a little unclear exactly what's happening in this scene. She, she describes wisps of light rising before her. I, I could never quite tell if if that's saying that she is like literally light weaving here or if that's just referring to the she's like interacting with the stormlight in the spheres like breathing it in or something well before it says wisps of light rose before her uh yeah. the two paragraphs there's like Helleron's teaching uh yushu shorts and is going through all this and the next paragraph is she blinked tears she saw it, Stormfather, but she saw it. She heard her mother's voice, saw Jushu giving uh, up spheres to Balat. So that makes me think she's using some Stormlight to make that vision sort yeah. of uh, a reality. I reality. think she's like leaving. And then, Similar to how she does on the ship where she turns it green without realizing it. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's a similar thing. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. just the wisps of light is supposed to clue the reader in that it's like, Oh no, there was a magical thing going on, right? I might not be a fully realized, like photorealistic light weaving, but I think sure. she's at least kind of beginning. Like she she's drawing, she's preparing for it. Maybe it's not working so well because her She's doing dead, something but... in that it is yeah. magical. Uh maybe a crappy light weaving, but some some sort of mm-hmm. light weaving, I would say. Yes. Something maybe we... more like what Hoyt's light weaving is where it's like impressions in the light or like oh, impressions sure. in the smoke as opposed to the clear like movie style image that mm. she can do. Sure. Yeah. And, and, and this might be one of the moments that at the end of Rhythm of War, she says her power still worked between Testament's death and bonding pattern. Yeah. This might be one of those moments that she's yeah. now remembering is like, Oh no, something actually was happening there. Yeah. I didn't just imagine that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would totally believe that. Because definitely all the flashbacks to scenes, I think, are things that Shalon has memories of, even before uh there's the holes in her memories. Like I think she remembers those particular scenes, which is partially why we were given them. Now with the full memories, she has the context that's like Oh no, I was doing a thing because that was with Testament at the time. This was yeah. long before Pattern. It strikes me as interesting that she's able to light weave when her sprint is dead. That is very um, interesting. Which yes. raises all kinds of questions. <laughs> it very much um, does. I think the thing that I've kind of been sticking to is this idea that, that sh- sh- there's still a bond between them, even though mm-hmm. Testament is a dead eye. 
Yeah. Um, number one, she's she's apparently following Shalon around to some extent. There's some like weirdness with that when you look at some of the details, I think. But there, there's still something that's drawing testament toward her to some degree. Um, and then there's the fact that Shalon can summon her as a shard blade. Yeah. Ac- according to the end of Rhythm of War, which means like they have a, a bond in that sense. Like normally when people bond a, a, a dead shard blade, like there's this process they have to go through. They have to attach a gemstone to it and like hold it for a few days or right. something. Like there's no way Shalon did that. She didn't like go no. pull her sword out of the her father's <laughs> safe and like bond it for a few days and then like bond it like the normal way you bond a dead blade. Yeah. So there's there's still some kind of a bond there. And I'm assuming that the light weaving happens because of that, right? So with yeah. dead eyes, we know that that wasn't dead eyes weren't a thing before the recreants. Yep. Uh, presumably something about her breaking her bond didn't she didn't really like entirely sever the bond. She just p- did something to break it enough to where Testament became a dead eye, even though there's still a link there. Right. I've kind of been wondering if it's what we really have seen. It's kind of a two step process in which someone betrays their ideals and kills a sprint. And then they either physically give up their shards or they do not. Right, and we all the rings in the past we saw th- like actually throw down their blade and their plate and blade, and Shalon didn't seem to have made that choice in the right. same way. The other difference, though, is that Shalon is is the original is the Sprin's original radiant, right? So, like in the all the other dead blades that we've seen in shard plate, like the radiant, they put it down and they left and walked away, and then they died. And so everybody who has these things now, it, it was never theirs in the first place. I would think that. If some, you know, whatever Bob Windrunner <laughs> killed his his sprint and left it at the recreants and walked away, you know, for 10 years and then came back and he could probably still could have summoned it maybe or. Oh, see, I kind of disagree. And I think, think so? that giving it up was them saying, oh, OK, like we are separating ourselves from these items. And I think they'd be able to heal it potentially like Shalon has. But I don't think the Windrunner who just put his blade down and left in the recreants could summon it back in the same way that Shalon does. Like that, to me, that's very, it's like a very direct, obvious thing. And it's like a important like thing that they did, that they left the blades it, behind. It feels like an intent shenanigan thing, right? Where it's like, you are putting down the blade with intent. You are breaking that connection. Whereas like Shalon never did that. There, there was still that inherent bond with the blade so she kind of got the dead blade bond for free in a way so she didn't need the gemstone she didn't need it on her back right it kind of reminds me of the scene with Dalinar and the weird connection shenanigans and rhythm of war where he sees the connection of the oath pact to all the heralds and like most of them are hanging on by a thread but that mm. thread is still there. Okay. And that, that is what this reminds me of. Like there, there is still like a connection, but it, it's real small. I could also see it as instead of they are bonded because they will be bonded, they are bonded because they were bonded. Theoretically, if there was a Radiant who gave up their blade and plate, someone else got the dead blade and bonded it, which I, I realized they did not actually bond the blades uh, at the time because they needed the gemstone. Mm-hmm. And that was centuries later, but uh, it was a decade later, I think. Decades. The l- original Radiant was alive and their blade got bonded to someone else. I do not think the original Radiant could bond, uh, could summon no. the original blade at all. I, I do not no, think that is true. true. Whereas like Shalan never gave up the blade and maintained that bond, at least with the blade. And 
there were still some powers there somehow what this is kind of reminding me of is that wob where someone asked brandon like what would it take to revive a dead shard blade and i think the answer was like you'd need to like swear the ideals and forge a bond and something else mm. and this mm-hmm. almost makes me think that being being a dead eyes is almost less about breaking the bonds than it is about that something else I think Rhythm of War tells us that something else has something to do with Baidomishram. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, obviously, like, to an extent, the bond was broken. She did break her oaths. But, like, I'm wondering, like, to to what extent those oaths were broken. Like, I'm still in the spot where I I feel like whatever Sean did was the same thing that the Radiant, the Recreants, the Radiants did at the Recreants. I don't know. No, I think the Radiants at the Recreants giving up their blade. That, that, that is a, specific intent difference is they were also trapping the blades and the shard plate in the physical realm yeah whereas like testament never did that shallan didn't break her oaths and testament as a blade fell out uh and Mm -hmm. you know and was locked in that form like that didn't happen Mm -hmm. well we also we also don't know what oath shallan was at no no we don't like like i mean if the if the past radians had played then they probably were like fourth or fifth ideals but like fifth ideal we kind of know is different in that like once you're a fifth ideal it's like you the the, the there was that line in like oathbringer of like there are still things we can do to break this bond until your fifth ideal right so that makes me wonder if like the the radiance in the past were fifth ideal and maybe that played into that the, that being different and them being stuck as plated blade i don't know yeah. The the plate didn't the 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 sword didn't appear because they like broke their oath and then it just like made the blade appear and then to be dead. Like they summoned the blade and, and then, then broke it. Left them. I think they would have maintained a similar Shallan bond to the blade where it could have been summoned and dismissed if they hadn't deliberately got it out and left it. Yeah, it's, it's like they like turned away from their ideals, which like okay, the spren are dead eyes now, and then they left the spren behind. Is it is this is it possible that some of the the reason that the number of radiant that the number of dead blades is so low is it could it be because a lot of the radiants didn't summon their sprint before oh! breaking the oath? Maybe Ooh, that is actually like, one of my favorite theories about the missing shard blades. Like Ooh. maybe they realized what was happening like too late and they knew they had to break their oaths, but they're like this like this is a terrible idea to summon them first. Let's just break our oaths without summoning them. They'll be stuck in the the cognitive realm and there the humans can't like hmm. don't have access to them but they didn't know about dead eyes at that point at, at like, first by the time they dead eyes would have started showing up in shades mars like the recreants is already lot over i think it's simple enough to just imagine that in the recreants there were some people who summoned their blade and got rid of it and some who just like said no, I am done. Break th- and broke the oaths in slightly different but similar ways, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's weird to imagine their coordination, and so I think there would be some variance. And so I, that, that is probably the simplest explanation for uh, the missing shard blades. Just the spread, like the shard blades that we see in the Feverstone Keep, that eclipses the number. True. 
Dalinar physically saw more shard blades than yeah, right. are currently accounted for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm still stuck on this thought that like the Radiance summoned their blades and then like trapped them in the physical realm. That yeah, just pretty sketch, sounds so horrifying to me. But like as Rhythm of War points out, like they the Spren also chose to do that. Like yep. it was also the Spren's choice. And they didn't know what was gonna happen. Yeah. But it, it yeah, it, it's just the I'm going to trap you here now, which they probably didn't even know was going to be the case. I'm like, oh, no, that sounds so bad. Yeah, they knew that they were going to be locked in as blades is my suspicion, because they knew like there might be some pain. Mm. Yeah, they but they didn't think it was going to be they didn't foresee full on dead eye situation. Yeah, right. See, I think that they didn't know they were going to be locked in in the physical. I think they were doing that as a statement, and because mm-hmm. of shenanigans with Bard and Mishram, that's what trapped them there. Yeah, they. I don't think they need to have known that the shapes would have been locked in. How How would they have known that? Like, I, I don't yeah. think they would have. I don't think they would have had it, any knowledge. It's similar to Fabrials, right? Like, they could have been thinking, hey, you know, the humans, like, we can't be what we are because it's dangerous, but the humans need help to like fight. So maybe we'll like, we'll just like sacrifice ourselves to be like Fabrials. Yeah. Um, for, oh. for the humans to like use us as swords at least. Oh, and they could have um, thought that it was like the Fabrial thing rather than yeah. like you're a dead eye, right? Like, yeah, probably mm-hmm. the soul caster spren are not dead eye and are probably fine with what the what happened there with the devices i don't know the details there are weird but yeah, yeah. the radiance could have just thought it would be like that oh well, that was a fun recreance diversion <laughs> uh all comes back to that but how about we get into way of king's time frame so i i don't think there's any other shallan flashbacks that are weird in the magical sense uh until well, we get to her actual chapters in Way of Kings with the cryptics. There's Shallan soul casting in Way of Kings uh, and saying, I'm terrified. And then, you know, she sees Shadesmar. Uh, and then later she says that she killed her father. Uh, and that was a powerful truth. Yeah, so uh, truth or not, let, that's the game show we're playing now. Truth or not. Now that we know about Testament and that Patton didn't turn up in and like try and stop bonding her until she got to the wind's pleasure anything before that must have been to do with testament i guess it's kind of what i was going to say is like they, they, these could both be redoing testaments potentially yeah. yeah so i i disagree i think i'm terrified is um definitely testament I think I Killed My Father might be the beginning of her bond with Pattern. Mm. That does make sense, yeah. Yeah. What's what's interesting with Pattern is that she never re-says her first ideal. Yeah, she never does. So there's no no clear starting points. And Uh I think that also has some interesting, like, mechanic implications of, like... If you say it a first ideal once to a friend, you not have to say it again to future yeah. friend. Like I feel like she was able to just skip it and go to the second oath with Patton instead. I think it's even a little bit weird with Kaladin. Like he he never like speaks the first ideal in a particularly formal way. He just kind of like Tef just kind of tells it to him and he kind of mulls over it. And then that's 
and then it just moves on. True. I guess I'm mm. kind of under the impression that the first ideal is is never really a big deal. Yeah, it's like just kind of just thing that you need to this concepts that you need to like internalize, and then like that's that's about all that really has to happen. Maybe. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. The first ideal has always seemed to me like something that your understanding of evolves as time goes on, or it isn't sworn in as formal a way that you know usually when Kaladin has said something, it means he's internalized it in some way and like actually believes it to be true. But in the first ideal. It's kind of like a mindset and a process you're getting yourself into that's going to allow you to become a radiant. And and for the skybreakers, I don't think they get their spread until the second ideal. I think it's the third. third. Okay, so so there is precedence for like squires wearing the first ideal in some Mm -hmm. such. So it might be just be like you need to be swear have sworn this first ideal to be a radiant, but. You've already internalized that. Like, I think that is a freebie. So, like, if you buy sure. another spread, it's like you can't like re-swear an oath you've you're already actively keeping. It's like that just doesn't Where, work. Whereas, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I agree with all that. Uh, just thinking mm-hmm. about the example of someone nearly saying the first ideal with El Hokar, like clearly you can say it out loud in like that more mm-hmm. moment Formalized thing. Fire. Yeah, but like. Yeah, you're right. You probably doesn't have to. Shalon pre-Pattern Bond was a squire to Shalon with Testament Bond. (laughs) 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 Well, to be fair, though, the other Spren are around Tess, like, they could still be traveling together in the Cognitive Realm. Kind of true, though. (laughs) Yeah, but, and also it's like, it could be that, like, Yes, if you speak the words, it's a way to like automatically like engage the bond, or you can just spend months and months and months just hanging out with a spren, not really knowing what you're doing, and mm. it can slowly like you happen. Yeah, proto spren bonds are very weird. That's probably closer to like the pre ideals way it happened. It's but like. The ideals are these way of like, okay, like here's a concrete way of progressing the bond. Yeah. Swear the first ideal and it like you're automatically bonded. So it's like if Elicar had finished swearing the ideal, like it would have engaged, so to speak. Otherwise, like he, he just didn't have enough time with that spread. Yeah. With mm-hmm. design. The, in terms of these two truths in Way of Kings, um, assuming they're both truths um which is which is a big assumption we don't we don't know that i think like killing her father i don't think anybody disputes that that's like one of her that's like a truth that she's speaking i I think the books are pretty much explicit the the voice says a powerful Um, truth indeed like yeah that one's got to be something right so the the first one i i think is pretty clear a lot of people miss that one uh, miss that as being a truth um the killing father no, no, or the, the, the first one. I'm terrified. I'm terrified. Um, I, yeah. I think that it is one. Um, I do t- tend to think that it's spoken to Testament in some way, like whatever that means to speak a light weaver truth to a to your dead eyes. Like that's that's a lot of weirdness there. Who knows what that means? <laughs> Who knows what the implications of that are? Um, I, I do think that's something that's going on there. A lot of people do think this is spoken to pattern, though, and in in defense of that mindset i don't want to get too far ahead of us but like when you look at like the numbers of oaths to get a shard blade or to get a shard plate it kind of brings some trouble if if she's not very far along with pattern 
Um, so mm-hmm. I, I think it's very problematic to oh, say neither right, of them yeah. are spoken to pattern because then she like doesn't speak a truth to pattern until like the end of words of radiance. And then like, but she's already clearly using him as a shard blade. Right. True. Yeah, that is and, true. They get it first ideal. They just, <laughs> you know, they're just like, you get, you like, we know the cryptics are less formal. They bond people more easily, but they're just like, yeah, you, I'll be a blade. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I also think for that. I'm terrified one. Um, before like that happens and before she soul cast for the first time she does try to summon testa or she there is that moment of like the 10 heartbeats yeah and brandon has i think there's a law where brandon said like yes like that is important for her, her soul casting so i think what happens in that moment is she like tries to summon and that starts the sort of reformation of this bond with testaments and mm. then speaking that truth strengthens it enough that she's able to soul cast yeah it's like i don't think i'm terrified would be enough for like now like with pattern like i don't think that's enough for like to count but to re-engage so to speak like an already existing bond where she's spoken a number of uh, truths and regressed coupled with summoning the bond it's enough to like re-engage the bond enough that she can soul cast here's a here's a crack theory we know there is that wall where brandon says like you know we can parse out which which oh i drew sort of testament which are the pattern maybe he's trolling us and it's both and if you're bonding one sprint you're doing both at the same time and i mean it's actually counter both and he's just being kind of cheeky about it could be i wouldn't put it past brandon to do that thanks i hate it <laughs> I like the line though in that cha- Way of Kings chapter 45 where she's like she began the process anyway 10 heartbeats to bring forth the fruit of her sin the proceeds of her most horrific act which that might that's some of my favorite foreshadowing for testament yeah. because mm-hmm. like yeah there's the killing of the mom and I think in words of radiance time that's what we assumed that that meant but like it makes it even better that it's like it's killing the spren right so that that does actually help me with the testament reveal even though some sometimes it feels like it's maybe a bit retrofitted uh that brandon retrofitted but like clearly it's a she is associating that with the blade and that seems intentional i remember in way of kings i thought that she had killed her father with the blade was like my initial mm. belief because the way that was described let's maybe go into words of radiance because this is where we had got some discussing because uh shallan summons blades in words of radiance before we get into shallan summoning blades in words uh-huh. of radiance i want to bring up the scene on the ship in words yep. of radiance which mm-hmm. to me is like the biggest indication that something like this was being planned because there is the garden scene that's where the garden scene is brought up as like a thing that she's repressing mm-hmm. so i think i found this so this is chapter six words of radiance uh and you know shallan's getting you know more used to pattern and thinking more complex thoughts and uh shallan's trying to explain memory to pattern and so patterns like remember he said i cannot remember what is the first thing you do remember? Shalon asked. Where were you first? First, Pattern said, with you. On the ship, Shalon said, writing. No. Green food. Food not eaten. Plants? Shalon asked. Yes, many plants. He vibrated and 
She thought she could hear in that vibration the blowing of wind through branches. Shallan breathed in. She could almost see it, a tile-sized sea. Uh, the deck in front of her changing to a dirt path, her box becoming a stone bench. Faintly. Not really there, but almost. Her father's gardens, pattern on the ground, drawn in the dust. Remember, pattern said, voice like a whisper. No, Shallan thought, horrified. No, in all caps. So, I don't know if that's where she makes it all look green. I think y'all comments on it a little later. It's like, yeah. oh, you you did we some weird thing, like made it look green. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yep, yep, yep. To Yasna. We're, mm -hmm. we're, we're getting these quotes live. We're like, ah, oh, this is that <laughs> one quote that one time. Mm -hmm. This is why we've, it's been a while since after Rhythm of War <laughs> when we did this podcast because it's like, oh, we got to do research. I think this definitely could uh, give evidence towards the pattern was there, but mm -hmm. it wasn't actually pattern that she saw. Right, like patterns yes. witnessing it from the cognitive realm, like mm -hmm. hanging out. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, yeah. Like it, that would have to be. That's the only way that makes sense. Otherwise, pattern just seems like a total liar, right? And like, how would he have known any of that? And especially like he's not cognizant enough in, at that time to lie. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's just yeah. like he's confused. Like he doesn't isn't aware that like really aware that like he wasn't this friend that was there that he was just watching. I think there's another point where she's below deck in her room and it's another remember, remember scene um, that must be the same thing where he was there but not her spren at the time otherwise it, yeah it makes no sense i would say up to rhythm of war uh Patton is very much presented as like very childish at the beginning but like even as Patton grows more uh cognizant in the physical realm like he still kind of has a very light-hearted nature and like is very transparent with so many things and there is a scene uh in words of radiance i think yeah where shallan's on the the frostlands and he attempts to lie to her and he's just really bad at it and one thing i really dislike about the whole testament uh thing and th this is partially why i i also feel that brandon kind of retrofitted this in backwards like maybe had some thoughts of i'm gonna do something there but didn't figure it out to rhythm of war and i find it really awkward because i think rhythm of war just completely changes pattern as a character and now he's this massive liar who's really good at lying and has been lying the entire time. Because even in Words of Radiance, there is a scene where he's talking to Shallan and specifically says something along the lines of like, remember what we did. And that's just a lie. That just has to be a lie. Even if he's watching from the cognitive realm, like that just cannot be true. So I, I feel... Uh, a bit miffed about this because I really like that Patton has always been like this open, light, transparent character who like has the funny moments and is like just still a bit oblivious to how humans work, but apparently has also been this massive liar the entire time. And 
I I very much dislike that. I definitely see where you're coming from, Jess. And I think that it's a twist of Brandon's that doesn't fit as cleanly as his twists often come off, you know, yeah, where you're true. like, oh, it all like, you know, usually it all like snaps in a place and you're like, this makes yeah. more sense than before. And this is one of those where I'm like, oh, this makes less sense than before a little bit. Uh, but I, I definitely think that I don't see it so much as pattern creating this entire like lie to Shalon, but it, uh, pattern has tried to get Shalon to remember this a couple times and it hasn't happened. And now he's become comfortable playing along with it. And mm-hmm. I think there are scenes where he seems to be more overtly deceptive, but I think a lot of it is him kind of going like, yup, when Shalon brings stuff up and just not like really not elaborate lines that he's constructed, but more just like he's like, yeah, I know to say something vague about a garden and our past and Shalon will fill in the details in her mind of whatever broken memory she manages to pull out. I yeah, feel like, like that's just still so deceptive and yeah, just doesn't fit with the idea of what I thought Patton was like up to yeah. now. I guess like I don't see that as deceptive. Like he's not trying to deceive her in those situations. Like he's just playing along if that makes sense. Like, I, I don't know. Like the, the way Wendy was David was describing it, like it did it. There's a distinction in my in my head. Where, like, he's just playing along, like, he's telling her what she wants to hear loosely. To protect her. To protect her. Because she can't go to these memories. I didn't... But that is still deception. I didn't find the one was, like, remember what we did, but I'm in Words of Radiance chapter 88, where uh, Shalon is asked, why did she try to kill me, Pattern? And he just goes, mmm... And Shalon's mostly talking on, on this entire thing. Uh, it's mm-hmm. like he let everyone believe he, he'd killed her. Uh, he lied to protect me. And Pattern says, I know. And then he's just like, I know, I know. Mm-hmm. Like, Pattern isn't bringing a lot into that. Like, I can still believe that Pattern does know of these things. We're watching mm-hmm. through Testament uh, there. I found a few more quotes of pattern lying and one of these at least i find pretty distinct shalan Patton said moving closer to her i know that you have forgotten much of what once was those lies attracted me but you cannot continue like this you must admit the truth about me about what i can do and about what we have done more you must know yourself and remember she sat cross-legged on the two nice bed Memories tried to claw their way out of the boxes inside her head. Those memories all pointed one way towards carpet bloodied and carpet not. And that's in chapter 60 of Words of Radiance. So to me, like that, that must just be a pattern directly lying to her with yeah. uh, him saying, like, remember what I did. Remember what we did. Alternative, in that moment, the lie he is referring to is the fact that we have done things at all before. Technically the truth. We have done nothing. That's what you need to remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there are definitely well, yeah. aspects of that that like feel like very like um that like as you were reading that, I'm like, oh, like this makes total sense when you think about testament. You can also say what we you and the cryptics did like what we did yeah. in creating a radiant oh as, like we have done we as being yeah. that group of cryptics 
Mm-hmm. And they're yeah. and they're messing with a radiant bond, but potentially, I think the fact that she's then like has issues with memories of killing her mother and shard blades, like to me, that points back to that scene in particular instead of necessarily something else. But like, it, it definitely could be Patton referring to something else. I just definitely don't read it that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah, because I don't think Brennan intends you to read it that way in that mm-hmm. situation yeah. like he's definitely like forcing you to look in a particular direction yeah 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 he intentionally like you know pattern might be referring to something else but he takes you to where shallan happens to go with that line, yeah which is yeah her less deeply buried trauma than her slightly more deeply buried trauma <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and i did have one more quote yeah. from the same chapter that's okay. Just another one of like Patton being deceptive um, and kind of like circumnavigating one of Shalon's questions. And I know we're talking about like the way he was interacting with her before. And I accidentally found this one. Such a deep lie, Patton whispered, a deep lie indeed. But still, you must obtain your abilities. Learn again if you have to. Very well, Shalon said. But if we did this before, can't you just tell me how it is done? My memory is weak, Patton said. I was dumb so long, nearly dead. Mm, I could not speak. So he, he's still like circumnavigating her question there and like, like I'm just gonna sidestep what you're asking. But he does also go along the lines of, but I was dead. Like, I yeah, killed me. That, that definitely Sorry. feels deceptive. That is more of a lie than yeah. the first one, I think. And I do like the line, though learn again if you have to which that almost signals to me that shalon did know it before right so like that Mm -hmm. part of that quote is actually quite interesting in that like there's part of a lie but also pattern hinting at that so i would almost take that learn again if you have to to mean hey shalon maybe you gotta learn it learn it again if you have to uh, so that that almost signifies it. That's less questionable though, because I think I mean obviously she had a bond in the like she could do the, these things in the past. People would just I guess the alternative would be that Pattern was the one, and then he like killed like mostly killed Pattern, and then brought Pattern back, so that she would mm-hmm. still be relearning it, right? Yeah. If that was the case, if that were the plan, yeah, mm-hmm. like that makes sense to me. This whole thing does make me wonder if Brandon's original plan was the. Shalon did kill Pattern and like basically brought him back to life. But then maybe upon him getting some more mechanics of dead eyes in this book, he realized that that was not possible, perhaps. Yeah, it's definitely scenes and like passages like this that make me question if Brandon planned this with Testament from the start. And yeah. like th- th- these are kind of the things that I find like a really awkward rereading and definitely why I kind of think that Brandon decided what he wanted in Rhythm of War and then, like, tried to work backwards with, like, the, the vagueness that he had kept for Shallan's past. Yeah. But, like, if you go back to, like, the first thing you read, where it's, like, where Pattern talks about, like, the things she's repressed and... um the lies she's told are what attracted him it's like that could be is like the fact that you killed your old spread and have repressed that trauma that's what attracted me i mean that's 
very plausible at least (laughs) that one is yeah Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's definitely like, a different reading, like mm-hmm. rereading it after Rhythm of War. I just don't yeah. like it. Mm-hmm. The, it's a too long don't read. I just don't like what Brandon did here. I see. I think that I do think it was planned, at least to some extent, um, even when he was writing re- Words of Radiance, because um, I don't know. There's just a few things he said. I, I can't pull up any off the top of my head, I guess. One one that comes to mind is somebody has asked about this, to, to get into just begin to lead, I guess, towards the shard blades and in, in words of radiance. Uh-huh. Um, he does. Someone has asked about it was, uh, I think it was the 10 scene when she kills 10 that they were asking about whether it was pattern or testament there. And he said that he felt like that one was obvious that they were clues toward or the other, which makes me feel like, like he, I don't imagine Brandon just like wrote something and then like is now after all this time saying, Oh, I think it should be obvious which one it was there, even though I had no, like, even like, even though it wasn't on the radar at the time that they might be different. Like, so there had to be at least some like sense of the idea that this at least was maybe a thing he was going to do right with, with lies. So yeah, there, there's a, another case where he lies in Oathbringer. Um, this is the Shalon's very first, um, her very first chapter in Oathbringer, the first few lines, uh, pattern does outright lie to her again there as well. Um, chapter eight, he says, um, Shalon, Pattern asked, I understand why you hate me, Shalon. I did not mean to help you kill your mother, but it is what I did. It is what I did. Um, so he, he's just, he, it's totally explicit there. Like, I'm the one that helped you kill your mom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to me, I see, I don't really think of Pattern as being a particularly nefarious liar this whole time. Because I think he's, most of the time, he's pretty bad at it. There are other cases where he lies and he's and he's bad at it. The way he repeats himself there to me comes across as kind of clumsy. And um, maybe Shalon's just not noticing it because she doesn't want to, in a sense. Yeah, that's maybe. true, yeah. Like, uh, like with Shalon repressing everything, there's lots of different ways you can hypothetically read it. That I was like, I didn't even want to recognize that that could be a lie in a way, mm-hmm. which is, I don't know how much I like that. I've got to be honest, like that's very useful for brandon but i don't know it is useful i think it makes sense for her to be kind of like shying away from these memories though like she's not looking too closely at what he's uh, saying that's certainly you know? true and it's the hard thing of like even if it was the plan like there's a certain amount of foreshadowing that would have made it too obvious mm-hmm. like he couldn't draw attention to pattern lying because like we instantly would have picked up on that and it's like what's actually going on here Mm-hmm. like long before like he wanted it mm. to be something on our radar just, yeah it it's just, just like it makes it clumsier and rep- yeah, like brandon was hiding it a little too deeply maybe mm-hmm. if that was the plan and that it just comes across a little clumsy at least in that scene like shalana also trusts Patton. so unless there is something in her mind that's going to trigger enough to question him why would she like yeah. he is probably like he he's her closest companion if he says something like this to her then she's just gonna trust it because that that's yeah. the that's the relationship they have especially something she knows to be true yeah yeah and i think with these scenes of pattern lying like we've already seen in previous scenes Shalon kind of state her view of what she thinks happens. So, like, it's sort of him just repeating what he already knows she believes back at her. He's not making lies up on the spot. 
uh, so I do have one other comment though about pattern lying. I this is in Rhythm of War chapter seventy five when uh-huh. Shalon confronts him about um about lying about using the cube. Uh huh. Right. Um, and he says, I think he finally said, we have been doing this wrong, Radiant. I once tried to help Shalon remember, and that was too painful for her, uh, too painful. So I started to think it was good for her to not remember. And the lies were delicious. Nothing is better than a lie with so much truth. Um, so I, to me, I guess I think that, that there's a point where pattern felt like, at least to some extent, per, I guess the lie about Testament in particular, because he does still continue to help her like recognize truths about some things. But it, it feels like pattern began to recognize that, you know, I don't think she's able to handle this particular truth. So I'm just going to lie to her about this thing. Because it's, I think that maybe that's better. So I, I think that he did it, like with with her, you know, with good intentions. And he just yeah. has. Mm-hmm. It took him a while to realize that that was not such a good plan after all. Mm-hmm. And like that might also be a reason why, um, Shalon doesn't pick up on it because like she can tell like he's not trying to hurt her. Like there's like the subconscious like he, he's doing this to help me. Like he's not lying Mm. to hurt me that Mm. sort of thing yeah i wonder if what he what caused him to change his mind was how badly swearing her ideal about her mother at the end of words of radiance hit her because i would say in words Mm. of radiance there are more scenes that have a context where you're like oh he could be referring to testament and then an Mm. oathbringer there is less and he's obviously lying so i wonder if he sees Mm. he's like oh man that really was tough on her that's caused her to fracture into these personas Maybe, maybe we're okay keeping this one buried and he did kind of force that truth on her to an extent as well, like forced her to confront it. And that, yeah, like th- that is pretty believable from Pattern. And even mm-hmm. in those very early Words of Radiance things of getting to remember, Shalon's like, nope, I am not doing that at all. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's get into talking about which shard blade is what in Words of Radiance, the most exciting debate ever. Uh, by the way, searching for this, I love how the chapter where Shalon kills Tin, though, is Blossoms and Cake, which is a reference to earlier. It's, uh, and she's mm-hmm. telling, my life hasn't been nonstop Blossoms and Cake. And so I just love that it's not the same chapter that it appeared in. Love mm-hmm. it. First time that we see her on screen summoning her blade uh, is here. And uh, there's reference 10 heartbeats but for her it didn't have to be 10 did it no it must be time i need time shallan growled thrusting her hands forward mist twisted and writhed in her hands as a brilliantly silver blade formed there spearing tin through the chest uh in patterns the pattern really does not come up very much in this chapter there's earlier patterns on the tent wall and like mimics Yasna's voice as mm-hmm. uh that's happening and Shalon's like pattern pattern and like in patterns like not really responding and another detail that I think starts in the beginning of the next chapter pattern went and got Shalon's soldiers too and they're running towards the tent uh, okay and in the beginning of the next scene right 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 right, right. so so I don't know what happens in the timeline of if he's if he can't hear because of that, or he can't hear because he's the blade, or what? But so, so, what are you guys thinking for uh for this testament or pattern? Um, testament. 
a testament because I don't think we get the description of the blade glowing garnet here. No, we don't. No, we don't. Yeah, I'd say probably testament. It just seems it it just seems like especially when she's kind of like, oh, I can summon it faster. No, I like, oh, no, I can't. Like she's kind of confused about how it should Mm -hmm. work. And she ultimately Mm -hmm. decides that she needs that time. I like that little like when you read this previously prior to rhythm of war at least like you you would read that and think like she's just lying like she doesn't want to admit that that her blade is pattern right that she has a you know a bonded like a living shard blade and so she's she's just lying to herself i have to wait 10 seconds 10 heartbeats because if i don't like i can't handle that so but in retrospect i really like this idea that testament as it because testament is dead like it takes longer to summon testament and she's maybe she actually maybe literally does need 10 heartbeats to summon Testament. Just it's an idea that I've in, over in that. I think it's the, kind of... for her. It didn't have to be 10 could be referring to her remembering the original bond that like originally mm-hmm. she didn't need yep. time. And mm-hmm. yeah, OK, that kind of makes sense. It could also be uh, because of what happened in Weight of Kings and the potential start of the reconnection of their bond. So maybe in Way of Kings, she did need 10, whereas now she doesn't because she started to reconnect a testament. True. True. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Brandon has said, Seth needs 10 heartbeats to summon Yezrian's honor blade, but he doesn't actually need 10 heartbeats. He just, just thinks he needs thing. 10 heartbeats. Right. It's a perception thing. Right. So it's... Testament is dead, but Shalon is her original radiant. So I could really see it going either way on whether the 10 heartbeats are actually required there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Especially given perception mumbo jumbo of Shalon. Mm -hmm. That's like so weird. Yeah, it's so complicated. (laughs) It's really complicated. She isn't conscious of the fact that she is Testament's original radiant in that time. There is the like the it's it's a very small thing, but the mm-hmm. the, the blade is described as um, brilliantly silver. Yep. Here, mm-hmm. um, there is in Words of Radiance chapter three, she's having a memory of killing her mom. One of those kind of like sneaky memories of killing her mother. Mm-hmm. Fool, a memory rose unbidden, a silvery sword, a pattern of light, truths she could not face. She banished them, squeezing her eyes shut. So the, there, the sword that she used to kill her mother, presumably, is what this memory of is described as silvery. Um, so I, you could argue that like any shard blade could be described as silvery, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it's something that kind of links this, to the blade she uses to kill Tin with the blade that she used to kill her mother. Um, I I definitely fall in the all shard blades are described as silvery camp. And I will also say mm-hmm. that in her memory of the moment when she killed her mother, Testament would have been a living blade, not a dead blade. So That's true. She would have been glowing. That's true. Yeah. And like a, a pattern of light. Yeah, it could be not, the, not the glowing lines, the glowing glyphs. Oh, yeah. I just like yeah. pattern in general being mentioned. It's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Pattern of yeah, light. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But the, the big thing is certainly like the, the way that this one is described as just a silvery blade, whereas, whereas later it's described as garnet. She has a blade that's garnet. Mm-hmm. Um, and like there's other times where it's she draws a blade and it's not described at all but it's it, to me it is kind of weird to like describe this one as silver and then just stop there and not mention the fact that it's a glowing and garnet 
if mm-hmm. you're like if you're describing I, the the appearance and color like why would you not mention that yeah. aspect of it i'd be hard pressed to think of another detail in this scene that brand that brandon could possibly be referring to that is supposed to indicate whether it's a living blade or a dead blade there's not much else to go on aside from the 10 heartbeats thing and yeah the blade coloration and and just thinking about it from a truth perspective I mean, mm. it is weird. I, I'm just thinking she didn't swear another uh, uh, like there's not yeah, yeah. another truth uh, going into the chasms, right? Like there's just yeah, not there. And there won't be another truth before she uses them on the oath gate either. Yeah, so. right, right. Exactly. With the uh, killing her mom. So. So we get into the one in the chasm. That one is described as glowing. Is it described as glowing Garnet specifically? Yes. 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 Okay. With a lot, it's like a kind of oh, a weird yeah, yeah, pattern yeah. on the oh, side. Right. Yes. Yeah. So that one has to be pattern, right? Mm-hmm. I believe do- so, specifically because there's a moment where she tries to do a light weaving in that scene when she's handed pattern to Calden as the blade, and she wants to attach it to pattern, but then she thinks to herself, "No, I can't attach it to pattern," and then kind of trails off because she can't attach it to pattern because he's a blade. I mean, that might just be her thinking that the blade she has summoned is Patton. But I feel like he'd be right there, you know, like why, like, and why would she, oh, true. Like, she doesn't want to admit that her blade is a spren. So if, if Patton's right there and she's summoned a different blade, what does she have to lie to herself about? Yeah. And, and also the blade doesn't scream for Calden, which might be because the state of his bond at the moment, well, that's which is true. definitely yeah, what Kaladin thinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, but right. I think it's because it's a living blade. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's tricky. And it, and it changes size. Uh, so yeah, a lot yeah. of uh, mm-hmm. living blade properties. Uh, but yeah, if she summoned Testament, then Pattern would just be chilling, right? Like that. that's just how mm-hmm. it would work, right? Yeah, it's just so weird that she can summon pattern here. <laughs> like I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, if if both those first truths were to pattern and testament, then pattern's at the third ideal. He's good oh, to go. Oh God! Or I mean, you're not wrong. Weavers get their blades at with their first oath or their after second. the first ideal. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. It could be that. It's weird to me though that she, like, she can. It suggests that light we- that light weavers can light weave and soul cast and get a shard blade <laughs> after one truth, which is kind of like what do you like where do you go from there? Well, not soul casting well, very well. It, fair. Well, I think that's just Shalon there because I think yeah. it's yeah. she can't light weave very well who, either. Yeah, yeah, but uh, like Shalon is said to be like legitimately quite bad at soul casting, mm. whereas I think it's Beryl is. Much better at soul casting, right? Um, and also good at light weaving, but I don't think she has a blade yet by the time of Shadesmar, or at least one of them is said, yeah, one of them is said to not have that blade, but yeah, like Beryl is both very good at light weaving, but also very good at soul casting, so they must just get access to both beforehand. Beryl can't soul cast or light weave other stuff, she's really good at doing her own illusions on herself, and that's it, yeah, but. Um, I mean, oh. Kaladin had access to both his surges from the beginning as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's the norm, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. If Beryl didn't have her blade, then that indicates to me that you would need two additional truths. And 
I guess that have to mean that the two truths and way of kings are for both pattern and testament? I, we don't know that that barrel doesn't have a blade, do we? I think we no, don't. I think, I think we, we know that she doesn't have a blade, but we know that the spren don't wait around a long time to bond either. So most of the most of the lightweavers have a have a spren already, and the only ranks are squire before you have your bond, and then you're an agent afterward. And Shalon's the master, and that's yeah. their whole hierarchy. <laughs> where where does it say she, say that she doesn't have a blade though? I would have to wow. check, but I believe it's mentioned on the voyage over for yeah. when they're sailing on the. Interesting. So I think Barrow was also subconsciously light weaving for a very long time before. Go. I got it. Yeah. Uh, Rhythm of War 26. Uh, uh, importantly, she had not yet earned her blade, talking to Barrow. Mm. Excellent. Yeah, I've really tried to see if I if there's like a piece of evidence that can indicate who's where, when. It's just yeah. See, this is a like a word of Brandon that I like. I want to like see if if we could get him like to say like what like truth she's at. Then like it would like secretly like sneakily get. Us <laughs> she's like at like six to seven to eight truths, depending on how many <laughs> how many your vows still valid. I no, don't know. But you could ask like if you asked yeah. about Barrel, like if you said like yeah. what like yeah. what truth is Barrel at? Barrel like, oh, she yeah. said two truths. Then it's like aha, she hasn't had a blade. Then they don't get them. You yeah. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Brandon's answer just, will be, I have no idea who's barrel again. <laughs> that. Um, just a thought I had about the um, the theory before that Shalan's truths are working for both Testament and Pattern. That's definitely possible, but I was just thinking about if someone bonded two different Radiant Spren, and you wouldn't be able to use the same ideal for both of them. So yeah. I guess I don't see why you'd be able to do that just because they're of the same order. Like, maybe, but I, I don't know. But just think about, have- like, Windrunners. If you've already internalized protecting the innocent, then, like... You should just be able to say it because it's about the internalization. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, that's true. In some that ways, if, if that's not the case for light weavers, they'd be more different, I'd think. Yeah. I feel like light weavers, particularly because they have truths instead of uh, ideals, like that, that's just going to be lies forever that they could potentially swear. Whereas the, you make a very good point about windrunners. Uh, like each one of them is going on a slightly different path, but yeah, they're all like following the same set of ideals. And same with Skybreakers, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like now that you've said that, I'm like, yeah, this doesn't work so much, but potentially for light weavers. I don't so, know. So maybe it's maybe it's that the two ones in Way of Kings are to pattern, which doesn't fit with that line about the soul casting and voice might not maybe not being pattern. But maybe instead of it being also the testament, it's just now that she is swearing radiant oaths that that is starting to inherently reforge those like radianty connections. Because before she's like, I don't want to spread, right? Uh, and mm-hmm. like it's over. And this is kind of like opening to like, ah, maybe a bit. It's- it's just so strange if she uses testament to kill Tin and then uses pattern for the rest of what's of it radiance. Is weird, isn't it? I, I kind of want anything. I don't think this is true, but I kind of I think if you have 
all of them be testaments up until the oath gate it works but i don't know if that's true because before i've seen this suggested as an oath i think from someone trying to add it to the wiki and me reverting it but before <laughs> but yeah. before she works the oath gate she does yep. say there is something wrong with everyone's shard blades everyone except my own yeah and i think that if all of it before then is testament being used as a shard blade you could maybe say like that is the truth that gets her to summon pattern as a shard blade yeah i uh, i think that would work except i hate it <laughs> and it's like because it's like it's not really a truth about shalon right and it's still very much a lie um, in that, like, it's not, the, it's not the whole truth. That's true. And, and like, the dramatic yeah. part of, like, killing her mother is in chapter 88, which is later. Yeah, afterwards. The, yeah. the suggestive thing about it is when she's, when she, it happens, she grabs the hilt of the sword and whips it out, ignoring the scream in her mind that came from touching it, tossed it aside, and then it says, the, a deep truth. And then she says, there's something long, wrong with your blade and with all blades. Oh, um, whoa, whoa, blade. whoa, whoa. Wait, wait, wait. Shalon? It's, Shalon? it's not a, it's not italicized. It's not like, it's not like pattern speaking to her, like demanding a truth or something. Mm -hmm. But oh, she does, oh, the scream is from Adolin's blade. Right. Sorry. Yeah. 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 She does. Like, she does refer to what she's speaking as a deep truth. Mm. <sighs> so if that is a truth, I feel like the, um, I'm terrified can't be a truth because that would put her at five truths, at least in the current books. See, but this is this is assuming they're for different spread and that the that you need to spread. Oh, yeah. yeah but that's like no, it, even if you assume they're for the same spread, that's still five truths, I think. It's like on top of the like first ideal, which who knows when she's had, which just means she's like a level five radiant regardless the entire time from words of radiant onwards, which doesn't sit well with me. I don't think you add your levels together if you have two different spread. I yeah. think if you're a level three with one friend and a level two with the other's friend, you're still oh, just level three. Which... No, sorry, but even if if she's even if all of these are for pattern, right? It's I'm terrified. Yeah, but the point is that Mother they're not all for pattern. Yeah, the the this point of the suggestion for this is that they're for separate in some combination. So, like yeah. the I'm terrified could be for testament. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then the second one in Way of Kings is also for testament. Pattern. pattern. If I kill my father, is to, is to pattern. That would be her first pattern truth. Pattern and then, truth. And, and then, then the second pattern truth would be, would be the this oath gate one. Blade. But but her yeah, blade. I'm going off the yeah. I was going off the theory before that yeah. swearing a truth goes to both spread. Right. Yeah. 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 Which yeah. like if we're going with that, problem. like this falls off the wayside. Yeah. 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 Okay. We need a flow chart here. I know. Yeah. I think this. Like we're getting into like all this like truth stuff, and I, I hate this wob so much, but I feel like it's important here. Okay. Um, this is from December, and someone asked, uh, "Does Shalon, uh, does Shalon, I killed my sprint count as a truth?" Um, and Brandon says, "I'm going to leave this up to theorizing." Um, so this is referring to this is this is all talking about end of rhythm of war, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and he says, um, 
What we can say is that Shalon is reconstructing, in many cases, oaths that she has said before, and it is working slightly differently than someone who is saying new oaths. And, and indeed, saying she killed her sprint is one of those steps. I'll leave it to you and try right. to part to try to parse through Thanks, that. Brandon. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. Um, Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> he said it gets worse. It's, it's actually oh, no. pretty complicated. We have a nice page explaining all this stuff. Yada yada. Um, he says internally. Okay, great. Because she has violated O's and reconstructed them is basically what's happening, and she is regressing, and she's doing a one point one steps forward, one step backwards sort of thing, kind of frequently. Uh, okay, I, I am confused by this. She's reconstructing oaths, particularly because so many of her oaths about killing people. Yeah, like what? Which, like, because like she how, hasn't done before. How could? Yeah, yeah, right. Like, how could the oaths that she swore a testament to get the blade be about killing because she hadn't killed anyone yet? Also, yeah, she says that part of her life was like really joyous when she had testament there, and it was really easy to swear oaths because yeah, she right, was a child. Right, right. child. What what I think that means is so these these traumatic events with the memories that she repressed are what caused her to regress in her oaths because she started lying to herself. And so by reconstructing the oaths, she's not necessarily saying the exact same oaths, but she's sort of acknowledging that these are the things that repressed and or that she repressed and caused her to regress mm -hmm. and acknowledging it in that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think it's reconstruct does not mean swear the same ideal. She's yeah. just, okay, she just means yeah, yeah. swearing new ideals. Because, yeah, okay. like, light weavers, like, they don't, like, Step taking a step back, like light weavers, their their truths are very individualized. Like mm. no two light weavers say the same. So it's like okay, it's like Shalon was a third had spoken three truths, let's say, and then she regressed, and so now she's re swearing those same the those three truths, but they're not necessarily the same three truths, but they're accomplishing the same like mechanical that all makes sense i just dislike brandon's use of the word reconstruct here i think the, he could have used yeah. better language yeah it's a live stream yeah. and he's it's going yeah. off the cuff yeah. but i i'm with you there i agree yeah it's reconstructing the structure in the nahail bond that allows her to be uh, yeah yeah the part about this that i hate the most is the last bit about one step 1.1 steps forward one step back because i'm like what is like what is 1.1 truths mean? like how does she take 1.1 steps forward with, ah so the one truths? right by the oath gate the deep truth about the blades that's that was a point, point one. Four, yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go oh easy and and the way it's written, it really, or it said, it really sounds to me like we're seeing her take steps back on screen. And I'm like, she's not yeah. regressing and while we're watching her, is she? Like, we're not yeah. missing where steps mm -hmm. where she's been like, oh, she swore a truth. And then she immediately takes a step back because that's kind of what one step forward and one point, you know what I mean? That's kind of yeah. what's and, being applied to and, that. And like, I don't think Brennan is necessarily referring exclusively to the truths there. I think he's just her process of becoming a healthier yeah. mentally person yeah where it's sure. like it she's not she's taking a step like a bit more than a step forward in that process and then taking yeah. a step back sure not necessarily like she's swearing can i make an amazing joke about 
the decimals like for cryptics they're all math uh, right oh, so clearly to get the blade you need exactly pi number of truth of o oh, slash truths and they, they love that easy nailed it one thing that i think is really really weird is in words of radiance once and in oathbringer once as far as i can remember there's two instances where pattern is this where you're thinking of too david well, I, I, I was looking for it when you mentioned it previously there's two instances where pattern has like a he acts really weird and shalon describes him as like acting really sleepy and she's kind of like that's uh. really weird why is he acting sleepy and then he just kind of moves on um mm. like it's one time would be kind of like oh that was weird but it happens in it happens once in Words of Radiance when she's entering the war camps and once in Oathbringer, I think, or in the Swift Sprint chapter. Um, Interesting. I, I kind of have wondered if that was like some kind of like regressive, like something, there's something weird about that with her bond with pattern that's, um, I, I've like scoured those like s scenes as much as I can and I can't figure out like, there's no, to me, there's nothing that Shalon is like doing in those scenes that like feels like, oh, she's like damaging her her bond with pattern somehow here well in the swift spread scene like that she's definitely like playing with dangerous things and yeah. she gets close to losing herself yeah in the words of radiance when those like it's just like totally like it's like after she killed ten and they're just like hanging out and having a discussion about how she's gonna um make an alliance with dalinar when they get into camps and I, it's just like nothing mm -hmm. there to me that yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird, though. It's weird. Yeah. What is... Uh, I Also, just to veer back a little bit, it doesn't work for me that, like, Testament was summoned in the chasms. Like, it, it, it has to be pattern, right? It like, it just... It has to be pattern. It's glowing. Pattern's not talking anymore. Like, mm -hmm. he's clearly the blade, it seems like. So, I, I have argued that it's testament there um <laughs> mostly because mostly because i think it's kind of crazy and amusing and interesting and i i kind of argued really strongly because i wanted to like i guess open it up to the discussion to like more ideas and brainstorming <laughs> um, that's why you're on this show that's <laughs> yeah and like in defense of the idea like we don't the fact that shalon and testament have a bond is makes makes testament different than any other dead eye boy that we've True. seen yeah like she can she can still light weave because of him. She can maybe still soul cast because of him. Um, yeah. Her, I don't know her. what I'm calling testament him. Um, so like the, to me, there like there is an argument to be made that Brandon, like Brandon could make testament, dead testament, like do weird things like this, like glow and change size because it's a weird situation. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think that is what is happening there after <laughs> after kind of going through all, through all this so much um i think that brandon is saying this is this is pattern um i mean i yeah but i think you can do that either way like oh testament is weird because there's still a bond there with the original bond holder and so it could be her but also like oh shalon has two bonds and we don't know what that does for spren maybe she can summon pattern earlier than other people can oh, like yeah. right yeah so sure. you can go either way with the, like shalon is weird oh, it's, you can go either way with that i hate yeah. it and, and the fact that the blade that kills tin and the blade that shows up in the cavern ca chasms are described differently it's like it's because it's like if testament can glow if she's summoned in the chasms like why isn't she glowing when she kills tin yeah it's like th there is a distinct difference there yeah 
if we flash back a bit in the episode where we were talking about the first ideal and how it was like, oh, if you swear the first ideal, it automatically engages the bond or you can just spend months and months and months progressing. It might just be a matter of time in that like Shalon has spent more time with pattern by the time she they get to the chasms and so like she she's more comfortable summoning him as a blade vice mm-hmm. um testament and maybe mm-hmm. it, it's like ah she was close to that truth and like they said it after and so like maybe if it's close enough due to the shallan weirdness maybe she can summon was- him was Shalon close to a truth in the chasm? I yeah, I wouldn't know. necessarily say I that. Don't know. I, th- I think because like I think she had the potential to summon pattern um earlier. That it, it's just like she summoned testament with tin because um pattern was off. Say right summoning yeah. like the guards and is right. like she was more comfortable comfortable summoning testament shalon shalon just has her murder blade and then she has her pattern blade like she only <laughs> uses testaments and murder people clearly oh, yeah. yikes that's just so bizarre that like the two truths if 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 it is true that like in the time that shalon murdered tin that she could have summoned pattern mm-hmm. That would mean that both truths she swore to pattern can only be the two that we saw in Way of Kings. Unless, right? like, you light weavers don't need two truths yep. to summon yeah, the blade. Sure, 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 sure. Or okay. unless it's unless it's a a weird thing because she has two bonds and she's already gone further than that before. Like something about like her spirit has already been like weird. To a point where, like, it's her bond right. with testament allows her to do things that she normally wouldn't be able to do. I guess mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. love some more clarity on this, Brandon, in book five. Like, like, that would be really like, nice. Like, if a windrunner bonds, if Kaladin bonds Sil and they get all the way to like fifth oath, and then some other honor sprint decides that it wants to bond Kaladin, and like, <laughs> they, like, who knows, like, how they even would say oaths, but if they could, like, if they get to like two, you know, one oath, like, maybe he can summon that sprint as a shard blade just because his spirit is already like. advanced enough that i feel like there is like precedence with how like other things in the cosmere works that like using this mat like using magic and presumably having a bond changes your spirit web in some way yeah yeah and yeah yeah i was kind of thinking like a sovereign but yeah oh yeah yeah, maybe you need to Maybe you need to build up that particular bond, even if you've already got the bond with the other spren. Like, it's not like your first bond doesn't necessarily strengthen the second bond. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. We we don't know anything here. Like, we literally no idea on any of this. This is probably my, I think my biggest gripe about, I, re- I really like the Testament reveal. I like that this is like a thing that we get to explore. Um, but it kind of irritates me that like he didn't like answer these questions about Testament yeah. in like the book where the reveal happens. Yeah. Uh, th- yeah. It better like be more of them. More, yeah, more of them. them. 
You didn't have to answer all everything. Just like, uh, like give us a little bit more to go on. Yeah, there's still weirdness going on. I'm like, <laughs> I am holding you that we better get some freaking answers, Brandon. Mm-hmm. And it kind of I do sort of wonder how within what remains of the series, like organically, these sorts of questions <laughs> will be answered. Like, are, like, mm-hmm. are we going to eventually is that going to happen? Because it doesn't seem like it'd be very likely that we go. Oh, we're gonna have a flashback, and now we're gonna understand how when Shalon swore which ideals. Mm. Yeah, like, it's gonna be a Wob thing that he tells us after book five, and he's like, "Okay, this is what he's got to print the internal <laughs> wiki page on it." <laughs> like, thank you. Um, I would be a bit annoyed if Brandon doesn't answer this in text and just answers this through Wobs and yeah. clarifies it through Wobs, because I, I would be annoyed by that. It's like I am hopeful. Because this is all going into like Testament is a dead eye. It's like Shalon yeah. is learning all of that stuff. And she's also the one going defined by Domishram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like I think that those things are going to tie in like as like she's learning about dead eyes and like what happened yeah. in her own past. Like she's dealing with Baido Mishram and hopefully convincing Baido Mishram to like join. Yeah. the radiance yeah. and like fix all of the dead eyes mm-hmm. and, she, and she's and dealing was, with the ghost bloods so like yeah the, right the whole sion box and like her father whatever was yeah, going on that's there that's true that's true mm. and yeah. i was gonna say it's also the skybreaker book so if there's secrets about the oh, skybreakers okay yeah, that yeah. are still to be answered. yeah yeah i feel yeah. like book five is either gonna make or break shallant's like story it's either gonna <laughs> be like everything yeah. is gonna tie to well tie together so well where we look back and go like yes like this works or it's just gonna fall apart yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's yep. true though it really is yeah that's yeah. how endings are though it's gonna be good gotta be good hey, gotta be good yeah. maybe yeah i would like to touch back on the bob that Joff brought up before uh, about whether um, Shalon killing Testament is her truth because oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm interested in knowing what people think the truth was in that scene because I've seen two different theories. One of them is Testament. The other one is accepting Veil. So I, I wanted to know what people thought about that. Um, if either of them are truths, I think it has to be Testament because I don't think understanding what who and what veil is is a truth in that sense this this is the deep repressed memory here that uh that she has been holding out on for so long yeah because it's not that like oh veil is actually my coping mechanism to account for this big secret the big secret is the truth, yeah. not the coping mechanism. Yeah. I, I think yeah. the argument behind the idea is that like Vale, like Vale already knows the truth. And so like and Vale is Shalon, so it's like less of a admitting something she doesn't want. Uh, I don't know, I guess. <laughs> I mean our her other truths are all like that anyways, right? Admitting something that she's so, refusing to believe. So Yeah. But she does know. Yeah. It's so annoying that like they don't get bursts of power because that would be a lot easier to identify <laughs> which is a thing. Like yeah. honestly, the Way of Kings ones are the most clear where saying a thing and something at least happens. Whereas like the or, other truth is just like I said a thing. Wow. Mm-hmm. I do think or truths are being. more ephemeral than yeah, we yeah, think yeah. of them as. And sure. that whole sequence is the truth to me. Like the exact like to me, 
the exact words, the exact truth doesn't matter. Like the sequence is the truth. Yeah, yeah, like the like her when she the I killed my mother truth. She never actually speaks the words like I killed my Mm -hmm. mother. It's just like this elaborate like it her admitting this whole thing happened. Yeah. Um, and and the the defense I guess of that something here is a truth is the fact that the Oathbringer when it was accompanied by this elaborate like light weaving like explaining what's going on and that's what that's exactly what happens again in in Rhythm of War when she's Mm. remembering her past is this elaborate light weaving that happens mm, right um and and the the mother one is explicitly referred to as a truth and Oathbringer. so like to me that to me this is a, a truth whether it's exactly what it is i guess i if if there's a distinction i don't i don't know i, I tend to think that it was the like i killed testament but I, I i like grace's point there that it's like the whole thing is the truth because mm-hmm. it's like it's so um, personal to a light weaver right like it's all the perception and stuff that they're feeling. So it's not about the words. It's about the the emotion and the yeah. And accepting it yourself, which yeah. isn't necessarily words about something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. The real like spicy question to me is which truth like how far is she now? Oh god. Especially yeah. if you go back to the whole like and we can't answer this because as we've like been through like we have no idea what's going on with her her truths but like <laughs> yeah. you, like with the shard blades where they're at and we we kind of touched on i don't think we need to go into more about the um shard plate stuff but there's like yeah. t- there's teases that maybe she has shard plate already in oathbringer there's also in rhythm of war chapter 20 uh, this is like the unseen court chapter um radiant it's it's a radiant pov and she and she says that um, radiant was certain that this last knot of agony was the final answer the final truth and so like mm-hmm. the, i've seen arguments that this is like oh. sh- this is shalon saying her fifth truth wow that mm-hmm. i hate crazy. that but, I, yeah I, you hate that i was i was gonna I, ask well, people would hate if this was her last truth because i think it's very possible I, yeah i would hate that i think this will be her second to last truth because like this is the last like amount of baggage she needs to get up get through and then like her final truth is like okay what does this all mean where do i go from here it's the last one she killed in her past yeah (laughs) i i really like the idea that her three truths with Patton up till now have been all about killing people and like seeing where the fifth truth goes with that. Shalon and I'm stabbing myself. No, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Terrible. Maybe idea. it's about her like saving a life or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Juxtaposition. She killed a lot. That's on the table. I... <laughs> no, boo. She lady on no. I like the idea that her last truth is going to be like even though I killed all these people, I still deserve happiness. Aww. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah. If if there is another one, something yeah, like that, that, that would work fine. I yeah. have like the theory that I think has been around since Oathbringer about the final truth being I am Shalon Devar. Yep, and like really just accepting herself completely. Yeah, I, I I really like that theory as well. Yeah, it's just Rhythm of War does kind of deal with a lot of that subject material with reintegrating Vale. Well, like it's not fully yeah. done because Radiant still is around, but I do wonder if Radiant will 
be reintegrated yeah. but i think that's a different podcast yeah, yeah we we gotta do a podcast not just on shalon's past but uh of all the stuff with her altars uh and things because mm -hmm. there's a lot to discuss there amusingly we had it in the outline but we quickly realized no 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 the past will will have plenty to talk about here and we did yeah any final thoughts on shalon's past and stuff I've got I've got a one final hot take. Okay. If I, were, if I were to change anything about how this all wrapped up, I would have made Pattern actually the spy. I really liked it. We could have leaned hard hard into him being a liar and having lied to her all along. We get a little bit of an interesting conflict between a radiant and their spren, which we haven't seen before. We've been told a lot how about how dangerous and fearsome the cryptics are. Example, and Pattern could have been on like been working with the ghost blood since the beginning essentially in some sort of deal to find a radiant and i think mm. that would have been awesome yeah. and i would have liked that him more would have been cool. i was devastated finishing part two where Patton was the spy like absolutely devastated because i didn't pick up on testament like in uh nameless at all and i was like oh no what is Patton doing and then brandon immediately undercuts it in the the uh, next part in Lasting Integrity, and I I did find that disappointing. That's like, hey, cliffhanger. Oh no, never mind. Uh, though Brandon has done that in other books as well. Uh, yep. My final thought is that I feel like the Testament reveal makes me really respect Pattern. Like he still cares for Shalon and still bonded her, even knowing she killed a previous friend. See, and like knowing that it's something that very likely might happen to him. He has very his all of his comments about like, oh, you're going to kill me someday. Like he has very legitimate reasons to think that's true. And he still just wants to like care for and help her. That's probably Pattern my favorite foreshadowing there because Pattern's so convinced. <laughs> no, you'll kill me. I know you will. And it's like, well, that part fits excellently. Yeah. Patton is such a good friend. And then Shalon is just not a good friend of <laughs> a lot of the time. Oh. Yeah, that's true, though. Well, this was a lot, but you know what time it is. It's time for Who's That Cosmere Character? This character is from Roshar. Menace. Tia Tom. Braze. Void in drag on a horse. <laughs> it's time for Who's That Cosmere Character? Call. All right, listeners, here's how the game is played. You send an email to WTCC at 17thshard.com with five clues and the character that those clues correspond to. I read each clue aloud, and after each one, our contestants have a chance to guess Who's That Cosmere Character. Let's begin. Okay, so this first one was sent in by the Chicken Whisperer, also known as Amelia. Tell us about Mraze's AVR. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> one. This character has saved someone. Kaladin. <laughs> it is not Kaladin, and I heard those at the exact same time. It was time. like all three of you. I think, I think mine came in slightly ahead. I'll give Joff another guess. At least I saw mine come in first, which makes sense. Yeah. yeah no, the two of you were at the exact same time. That's, That's funny. funny. It is not Kelsier. Rayadin. It is not Rayadin. Um, Silence Montaigne, because she saved her daughter. It is not Silence Montaigne. 
Clue two. This character explored a new land. Oh man, that could mean so many things. Is it the next to the desk? It does not stick to the desk. Vivenna. <laughs> that one that one I definitely heard from Jaw first, so yeah, but that's so funny. It is, it is not Vivenna. Oh, Vasher. <laughs> it is not Vasher. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, great, cool. What? what is a new land? What is a new land? Like easily could mean a new country. Like I, I think you could very reasonably argue that Siri would fit with that with exploring Halendren, right? Mm-hmm. What about Silence's grandmother? It is Silence's grandmother, David. Uh-huh. The force. I thought he yeah. was going to guess it first clue when he said Silence Montaigne. Well, the funny thing is that we had a Silence's grandmother, uh, right? Not like, too long ago. It, well, it wasn't no. this. It, okay. it, was it was a different shoes. one. It was a different one. Yeah. And, and, and Ian got that first guess was like, this character's very dead. And Ian's like, first clue. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I think I remember so that because I, er, I remember saying, like, I feel like if you're a shade, you're the definition of not very dead. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, okay. Cool. What the were other the other clues? clues? Uh, this character had at least one child. This character is dead, and this character did not live on Roshar. Okay. Cool, cool, She's cool. Just kind of mean, too. Not a nice grandma. Cool. So, our next Who's That Cosmere character is actually going to be from our priority queue. So, our new Patreon tiers are up as of this recording. This episode will come out significantly later than when we're recording, but that's fine. And so if you are one of our heralds on Patreon, you can submit a uh, priority queue. Well, you will probably have your clue read in less than two years. That's for sure. It'll be faster. We might regularly do three, like two regular, one priority. uh, But we've also been recording here for like forever. So I think we'll just do two today. Okay, so this priority queue one was sent in by Halistra. Awesome. Clue one. This character was deceived by another character. Shalon. Shalon. <laughs> it is not Shalon. <laughs> Dalinar. It is not Dalinar. Ishar. It is not Ishar. Ati. <laughs> It is not mm. Ati. Preservation mm. there, you know. Mm-hmm. Are you? I I heard Ian say Shalon like before you did, Jeff. Uh, oh. Um, Vivenna. It is not Vivenna. Clue two: This character frequents parties often. Whoa. Well, Lady Cliss. It is not Lady Cliff. <laughs> Where's Matt to just like instantly get an Era 1 one? You know? Ellen. It is not Ellen. That I was about to guess. Yeah. I can't remember if he went to a lot of balls or if he rarely went to balls. <laughs> he didn't enjoy it, but he probably had to. Vin? It Vin? is not Vin. I'm gonna go with Teldon Hasting. It is not Teldon Hasting. Okay. So it's, it was deceived and goes to a lot of parties? Yes. Oh, yeah. Is it... Oh god, I need to remember his name. 
Uh, Duke Telrai. It's not Duke just Telrai. Oh, okay. I was just thinking of him too. <laughs> Clue three. This character is often seen in armor. Oh. Hmm. What about Raythan? It is Raythan. Oh, oh snap. Oh. Like two Man. for two, David. You're, you're an Alamancer, oh. David. Good job. I also guessed the wrong. I didn't mean to guess Duke Telrai. I meant to guess Duke Roael. Oh. Mm. The oh, other, right, 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 right. They're yeah. both wrong. The other two clues were this character had a crisis of faith, and this character died protecting someone they loved. I like that because that, mm. except for the armor one, like the armor, if you put the armor one last, then you're like Seizad, you know? Because like Seizad doesn't really wear armor. I was about to guess Adolin. Yeah. Yeah. I think he mm. fits the first three. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. That was a good one. Uh, mm -hmm. So you can that was send. a good one. So you can uh, support us on Patreon uh, to have your clues not guessed uh, forever away. But we, we, we will. We are not abandoning the regular queue either. Uh, and we, I do think we will usually do three. So, well, thank you so much for watching this uh, interesting discussion about Shalon. Uh, and you can find us on 17 where you too can discuss what's up with Shalon's past and get all your news, discussion, theories, and fun that you could ever want. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud. You can subscribe on YouTube. You can leave us a review on iTunes. And you can support us on Patreon. See you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.